Shut up and sit down. Sandbagger is an affront aimed at those riders who seemingly aren't partial to putting their nose in the wind and who'll avoid a turn on the front at all costs. To this end, they'll employ a variety of underhand tactics to keep their slot at the back of the group, much to the annoyance of all around them. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life, the facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life, the facts of life. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. And now, your illustrious dialed podcast hosts, Matt Lee Grant, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Doering. Please enjoy the show. You can thank us later. Hi, and welcome back to the Dialed Podcast. I am Jake Von Doering, and today I'm here with Lance Hepler. Puffy pants, Lance in the house. Lance. I like. Wait, I like how every week you just come up with a new nickname. <laughs> that was my wife's nickname for okay, me. Okay. Instead of Lance Romance, she wanted me to be called Puffy Pants. Lance. I think we need to give all naming licensing rights to, <laughs> to Brandy. To Brandy. I think so. when is Brandy, She's a genius. When is Brandy coming on the podcast? We should bring her on. She, she would, would be hilarious. It. She would crush it. Would yes. Yes. All right. And we have Matt Legrand. Yes, ladies and gentlemen of the interwebs. I am here this morning, and we have pastries. <laughs> oh, thanks, Nelly. thanks to yes. Evan. You're welcome. Yes. And back in the studio, Evan Price. How's it going? Yay, I got nothing back. interesting to say. No cool nicknames. No anything. <laughs> yeah. God, no. You can't rhyme anything with Evan. Evan does not rhyme with anything okay. well. No. It's like orange. It's okay. Yeah. It's like I'll come up with something. Welcome back to the studio, Evan Orange mm-hmm. Price. There you go. Yeah, maybe Brandy can help me out with that. <laughs> that works, she could. That works well with the team, though. <laughs> that does. Yeah, we'll go with that. Very cool. There's the first one. It's out of the way. My goal, you guys. No more very cools. No, right? that's oh. it. All right. Yeah, that's oh, it for the rest of the okay. podcast. So. What about good stuff? I need. I need oh, good I still stuff. get one. I've got okay, one. Good. I get one. one. I get one, and I'm not going to say it. So. Okay, good. Hold on. It's got to be one. really good stuff. <laughs> what do they call those? Like crutch words or something? What? Are, what's the Correct. trick? Filler. Is that what they Filler call words. it? Filler, Filler words. Filler like words. Like if you're if you're into speeches and things like that, you're you know you have these like crutch words that you yeah. try to work on not using or whatever. You're trying to think of something else and you don't want it to be silent, so you spit out a word. Yeah. Yeah. It could be worse. I'm not saying um or dumb. Like, oh, <laughs> like, like. Oh. This is very. Again. And since we're all professional speakers, yeah, <laughs> are we now? Are we officially so professional? <laughs> well, no. Lance is at least. <laughs> <laughs> all right, off to topic number one, um, which isn't really a topic. It's just our weekly backpedal. Let's get our weekly backpedal kicked off. Who would like to start? Show of hands here. Evan, you weren't here last week, so oh, yeah, just I raised my hand last. <laughs> You're okay. the most. Even though Matt most. beat you to the. <laughs> The hand raising. Uh, let me. Well, so I know since I wasn't here last week, I'm sure Kim and Lance talked about our awesome ride on the South Rim of Mount they St. Did. Helens. That was they fantastic. Did. Oh my gosh, that was so nice. Also, I'll, I'm not sure if Lance told the story, but just so we all know how how well Lance is riding right now. Yeah. We, me and Lance, kind of went off at the end, and we were descending, which of course he dropped me on, <laughs> and I tried to close him down on those flats. I was not able to close down Lance. I was it, it was pulling back microseconds at a time, but he kept the gap on me. 
all the way into basically the parked car. You're kind because at the beginning of the pushing. ride, he beat me up the first climb by like ten minutes. But so. it doesn't doesn't matter where you started; it matters where That's you finish. You guys <laughs> stopped and waited for me. So, so Lance's descending is very very solid. I I got to see it in person. Very good descender. Yeah, you it know was he fun. was he was you were on like Google looking up like fifty two. Chain rings for that, yeah, like, so you can keep 55. up with Alan. Now, or 55, well, sorry, 55. Correct, was 55. Wasn't Alan Plank riding yes. the 55 that he day? He was. He was riding. Alan is like, I will not be this dropped. Is, oh. This is this is a big shout out to Alan here. I have never been dropped that quickly on a de- like. He would come by me on those descents, yes. and I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't think I could be tucked as tight as possible. There's no way I'm going to catch him right now. That that was he's it fine. Was, it was yeah. fun. It was great to ride with Evan too. It was just nice that we had five yeah. or six hours. We could just hang out. It was and awesome. Talk yeah, and, yeah. So. We were talking about that. We're like, we just need to do like a Lance and Evan podcast from Mount St. Helens. <laughs> <From Mount St. laughs> yeah, you guys could have recorded the drive the drive up there. And we the should bike. have. We should. It would have been. We just slap we, it in there with we the, rest were, of the podcast. We, we were solving great. some some worlds with some cycling world issues yeah. there. That really was cool. But you know what? Let's do this. This is a new assignment. You guys, when you're out this next week, I want you guys to do some interview stuff. Just get your phone out and get the little Ooh, tape recorder thing on there idea. have some conversations we'll yeah. plug it in it should be fun that's yeah, I like that would be cool i like yeah. that yeah there's so then this last weekend i rode five uh five or six hours with derek ah. who um dragged my sorry dehydrated butt along the end of that <laughs> ride um i was i'm sure if he would have taken his phone out there would have been some really funny bits about what i was saying on a couple of those last climbs as he got I, I had him keep on updating me with the temperature like every 10 oh, minutes man. i was like derek how hot is it right now how hot is it is it 100 yet can i can i have the excuse that this was 100, 100. Right? was this yesterday yeah yeah this was and yesterday you guys did like a pretty long hundo yeah. Uh, well, no, we were just a little bit under a hundred. Just I was. It was so hot yesterday. Yeah. I had to. I had to run after. I was like, Do I want to go the extra to get to the century, or do I want to not die? So I chose not die. Mm. But yeah. Interesting choice. Yep. Yeah. And oh, last little bit for me. Every my last three swims have been after long runs. My calves are cramping so bad in the water. It's unbelievable. Mm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I know some people who have this issue, and it's it's like <laughs> yeah. I push off the wall every time. I'm boom. Just double yeah. calf cramp. Doing pole sets the rest of the day. Ugh. Yeah. I know. I've been there. So is that a dehydration issue or is it a I think it's not, muscular fatigue. I think it's I think it's yeah. neuromuscular fatigue. I mean the, the dehydration probably pays plays into it, but I'm drinking so much juice and water so throughout the day. Uh, not not likely that that's what yeah, it is. It's just fatigue at the end yeah. of the days, I think. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Bummer. Yeah. Some plyos. There you go. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I do need to. <laughs> <laughs> Plyometrics. Yep. All right. Excellent. That's all for me. Ooh, See, like, I like, like that. that. I like yes. it. All right. Good stuff. That, that, good stuff. that had a good ring to it. <laughs> Matt. Yes. How was your last week, Bob? Great. Uh, fantastic. Let's see. Um, there was a while. Like, I've got on the, I told you guys this before on the last podcast probably, but I've been on the trainer a little bit and just like doing some, like trying to just do like every day of the tour, watch it on the trainer in the morning, which has been really fun. I really, I really enjoy it. And then, uh, the day before last, you know, I was like, oh, well, I should go outside and bike because the weather it's is super nice. The weather's glorious. <laughs> and uh, so I um, I went over, I, I texted my buddy, Bob Croucher, who I think all of you guys know on the actual podcast, but he's a local guy and he's just an amazingly nice person. Yes. And he was uh, he was like, yeah, we got a group going at 730 and I show up, no one's there. And so, <laughs> so he and I just go um, just by ourselves, which actually I think was probably better because he and I, like, we can hammer each other a little bit, yeah. and we're probably similar, you know, level, you know, to where we are. Um, you know, it's where some of that, the rest of that group is maybe um, a little, you know, just kind of a little more chill. 
And so we had a great ride. We went up to Crown Point, you know, which you guys, I think oh, you talked yes. about that I on, saw the, your on picture the podcast. That. Yeah. 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 And it was just, it was great because I had, I hadn't been out and up there like this whole season and it's one of my favorite rides and it's just always beautiful. It's, too nice. it's yeah. always beautiful. So, um, it was, it was great. And I love the structure of that little building too. Just like whatever yeah. you call that structure, like who could describe that well for, well, a, it's, for it, listeners? What's even better has, have you gone inside? Yeah. Oh, it's like so downstairs cool. it's and the, yeah. the whole, I mean, there's a very cool museum down there with all it's kinds of awesome. stuff, a coffee shop and that's yeah, right. Really neat. Yeah. yeah. It's really nice. And so if you guys are ever visiting the Pacific Northwest, it's definitely worth like, you know, parking kind of somewhere in Portland and, and riding basically mm-hmm. east into the gorge um, on the Oregon side of the river. And it's just absolutely beautiful. Yep. So it's yeah. definitely one of those bucket list rides. And we get to do it kind of whenever we want to. Um, I rode by Lance's house and, uh, you know, just threw some trash in his perfect you know, torch, torch you house. Yep. <laughs> you yeah. the dog. I was thinking to myself, I was like, he's probably out biking right he now. He didn't even care. He didn't <laughs> even care about but, that trash. That's how that, happy he that's was. Not, that's not what you were up to, were you? you were, were you out of town? <laughs> I I was in Idaho last Idaho. week. Yes, I went to Sun Valley, Idaho for um, the week just to um, like you do. Where in the world? Where in the world is Lance? He's romance. flaunting it to us right now. He's wearing a, an awesome T-shirt too. Oh, I'm wearing this great Sun Valley <laughs> mountain biking T-shirt. You know, I I rode quite a bit this week, but it was all gravel and mountain. I didn't get on my road bike once the whole week. So did you make it to 300 again? I no, it was like mm. 175. Did that or eat at you like a little that. bit? It did. <laughs> <laughs> it ate at me. You're like, look at these miles. <laughs> These miles pathetic. are pathetic. He all of a sudden switches over to hours. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It takes the miles on his <laughs> kilometers. But it was. Um, I, I I went there. I'm I'm fortunate. I'm lucky. My my parents bought a house in Sun Valley, Idaho, oh, cool. in 1974. So way before it was really that big, and um, so now all my brothers and sisters and our kids, we all kind of share it. Well, I have five sisters and a younger brother, and so there's a whole bunch of us, and so um, you kind of have to take your weeks when you can get them. And last week was open, so I said, "Okay, I'm going," and uh, I just just me and the wife and the dog, and wow. Oh, we had a great time. It was just now. Did you do some hiking as well as biking? I'm sure you brought. I'm sure you brought bikes. How many bikes did you bring? I took three bikes. Three bikes. Okay. (laughs) I took and my wife's bike, so we took four bikes. Mountain gravel and road. Yes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Mountain gravel and road and my wife's road bike. No TT bike. bike. You didn't bring the TT bike. bike. (laughs) No. So, but I didn't even get on the road bike because we got out there and. We did some hikes that were, they were seven or eight mile hikes. Yeah. It was like three and a half miles into a beautiful mountain right. lake. And then we'd um, hike back out to the trailhead. My wife is so awesome. She, she's, Better I'm have. super lucky to have Brandy. She was like moto pacing you, wasn't she? she? Well, <laughs> well, you know, hey honey, we're going to go for a hike today. It's an hour drive out there. Is it cool if I put the gravel bike in the back of the truck and then... <laughs> When we're done with the hike at the trailhead, I ride from the trailhead back to the house, and you drive, and I'll just meet you. Of course, I'll do. You know, she's just she's for for all young men like myself out there. You just need to find somebody who will drive a car next to you riding a bike, and then marry yeah, that person. There's, there's not that many women out there like that. I yeah. think I uh, I lucked out when I found Brandy. That's yeah. for sure. So 
You got some awesome weather too. Everybody at, should follow your Instagram because those pictures yeah. are crazy. It's doctor. So it's good. at Dr. Hep, right? It's at like Dr. Hep. Okay. Yeah. H-E-P-P. It's, H-E-P-P. it's worth. It definitely. It's it's one of my favorite Instagram accounts, yeah. which I've said before, yeah. and I, I mean it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll snag some of those pictures and we'll put them up on our yeah. Instagram and yeah. share it on the, uh, the Facebook. Yeah. It's all good. I'm always like, I'm gonna get the best picture of the week from the dial group this time, and then I'm like, dang it, it's still Lance. <laughs> dang it, Lance. It's Damn still you, Lance. Lance. Damn you, Lance. <laughs> and now I've just given up. I'm like, <laughs> yes. and I posted a I posted a picture Lance. of the Crown Point ride because I was, you're up on this, you know, you're you're up on this absolutely fantastic view of looking down on the gorge. And I'm like, eh, just take a photo, and it's not going to be as good as Lance's. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just know. I know my role. It's like, I'll, yeah. be, I'll be in the top five. We should, yeah. we should take a weekend this fall and just make the one goal. So we have to get one picture better than Lance's <laughs> pictures <laughs> that day. Like, yeah. that's it. Just oh, the challenge is on. Let's, <laughs> know, let's right? do it. We should, it we should have a picture challenge. <laughs> People have something. to vote on it yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna like bring a professional photographer with me yes. and like, be like, "Pretend hey, I took it." Yeah. Like, All right, yep, just hand over that little SD card, and uh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, so I I had a great time. It was nice. We drove back last night, um, okay, because we're headed off again this week uh, to my daughter's orientation at Washington State University, where Ooh, she's going to be mm-hmm. going in the fall, and so so we're trying to. So we how, had, how many days are you gonna time. spend up there in Seattle? Um, we're no, going to Washington Pullman. State. It's yeah. in oh, Pullman. Oh, okay, Pullman, sorry. Yeah. Uh, we're just going for three days, like two and a half days or something. Not not very much. Okay. So enough for me to make it back for the short track race and Good. for the Good. podcast. Yes. <laughs> well timed. Yeah, I didn't actually need to come back last night, but I came back so I could be here with Look you, at fine that. gentlemen. Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> that's I, a dedication right there. I, I do appreciate it because I do feel like the podcast with the four of us is like so much fun. It is. It is. It really it's super is. Fun. It's yes. fun. That is quite yeah. exquisite. <laughs> Check number two. Check <laughs> two. I was also fortunate last week. Um, we short track again. Yeah. We okay. actually, that's something that Jake can talk about. It's right there okay. on my list. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Jake's got it. So I won't, I won't, I won't spill. It was great to have Jake. Jake actually came and watched the race. Oh, that's and awesome. took a bunch of pictures. And yeah, I made it out to short track number five. Yeah. Got to watch everybody race. And it was kind of a fun night, too, because they, uh, they do a theme night. Um, oh. For just one, one of the races, right. they'll do a theme night. And it was uh, business casual. Oh, that's but summer, summer casual. Oh, summer casual. Summer sorry, casual. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. But that's just code for where whatever the where heck you want. Funny. There's yeah. some funny stuff out there. <laughs> what is, but, uh, su- is summer casual like a Hawaiian shirt? Like, what is that? Lance, why don't you tell us what you wore? <laughs> Please, Lance, tell me what summer casual is. <laughs> You'll have to put a picture we'll up. Put a picture up. You've so I told my wife, I'm like, Brandy, okay, tonight's summer casual. I can't wear my kit, so I, I need something to wear. And she's like, so she just opened up her drawer and pulled out these terrible um actually floral floral hawaiian print, print shorts like a dolphin oh short my like gosh, a dolphin yes. short that was that's like roughly what i'm picturing short. that's what i'm picturing yeah. i'm just <laughs> thankful that we didn't see more of lance than we needed to let's just put it that way so all you saw was like tan lines were my cycling shorts because they were you- seriously six inches <laughs> i think they were my daughter's shorts actually that's even funnier that i could squeeze my fat butt into my dog could you like, could you imagine shorts. how good your legs would have looked if they were shaven oh yeah can we go back to the shave thing <laughs> it's just, they no, would look so much way. better if his legs were shaved don't worry that would, that's gonna so, come up in the podcast at some point okay go so, yeah yes so I feel like i feel like like a mullet wig or something like <laughs> oh that my like would just be like the add the 80s so i wore those terrible shorts and then i wore um, my my wife pulled out a pink frilly 
tank top. Oh my <laughs> that god! Has, nice. That has yes. kind of like wife beater ass. It was you know what wife I mean? beater, and it was too small for me. And and all you can see were my tan lines, because I have a I have a horrible farmer's tan. Oh, that's solid. I have a very solid farmer's tan. Ooh, so. that's better than mine actually. I think. And I smiled and laughed the whole friggin' race because it was just so hilarious that I was out there in the in this wife beater pink tank top and. Oh my god. And these terrible shorts. And you took down second? I and I took second yeah. wearing, wearing <laughs> fancy dress. Yes. I went in fancy dress and I took second. Where does that, how's that do on the, what's the point system set up? I don't know how that's going. Um, yeah. Because you get the points for the series, right? Yeah, we're Correct. still getting points for the series. And I think I'm in. You're doing okay? Yeah, I'm in second overall okay. for the series. Chris yeah. Weirman took over first position because he beat me again. Dang it, Chris. Which was great. And again, it was a st- almost similar to the week before. Mm-hmm. I'm leading for four laps, and Chris catches me on the fifth lap. He's, and he's, he's playing games Smart with racer. Yeah. Smart yeah. racer. Yeah. I think it's, Mike Camnus was out there, too. He's doing pretty well, but he got a, had a mechanical he, like a he chain. He dropped his chain. chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, me and Mike got out, and we were pulling away, and he dropped his chain, and then I got way out ahead of everybody, and then Chris caught me. Yeah. And, and then which bike man. did you ride? Which The mountain bike. Okay. Yeah, I wonder sure. what his training looks like to be able to put like that kind of effort in towards the end of a really hard ride. I, you know, I, I don't know. I good just, question I go him. so hard at the beginning because I ah, because yeah. I've been dropped so many times <laughs> in the beginning where you can't get around people. Yeah, that I've just gone hard at the beginning these last two weeks, and then Chris catches me. I bet you a buck if you tapered just a little bit from these big volume right weeks that you've been doing. Oh, he would be. And then went into the race, like race prepped, ready to go. Yeah. It would be interesting to watch you and Chris duke it out. It would be fun. I mean, you went into Monday's race with 350 miles on your legs in like the previous six or seven days. So you're going to carry a little fatigue into that. Yeah, like a month worth of 300 plus rides. Yeah. Yeah. And that's including a lot of gravel riding too. Well, I'm I'm trying to prep for this September race. That's kind of the race I'm prepping for. And the short track is kind of for fun. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's a good intensity Uh, training. yeah. Yeah. Just saying. I, I listened back to like one of our podcasts and it was not that far back. It was, you know, I don't know, maybe like six weeks ago or five weeks ago or something like that. And like, you know, Lance, you were like talking about your back and your foot and things like that. And then it was just like, um, you were like, you know, sh- I'd like to do well in short track and all this stuff. And I was like, man, look how like <laughs> it, it doesn't, you don't, off. you don't realize it, but like Lance has gotten so much better and healthier and just like it's fantastic to yep. see like how well you're doing hashtag so, hepler focus thank you yeah so whatever <laughs> best, <laughs> best way to make your low back pain feel better just ride your bike just, a ton just <laughs> ride more than you should. so it's been fun anyway so tell me more right. about um jake for your back pedal like you made it out you brought the yeah new- um i basically my wife was at home with the kids and yep. uh teammate jerry Pruitt came up and pooped me up and jumped in the car and showed up to short track early and watched everybody do their pre-ride and took a bunch of pictures and walked all over the course because I was given the AOK to start like being a little bit more mobile and uh, had a blast. It was fun. Awesome. I got to watch, you know, the, the warm up ride. I got to watch the kids race. I got to watch all three heats go out and do their thing and was basically bouncing all over the course and taking pictures and trying to find stuff that looked fun and watched, um, watch the team just do awesome. And was really like, wished, really wished I was out there. Did you take a hundred photos? 
Uh, I think it was more about 600. Oh, wow. (laughs) This is where I feel like if Jake's not able to ride a bicycle, he has to like put that amount of skill and energy that he has on a bicycle into one thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, so Jake has a new camera. We mentioned on a previous podcast, but like new camera and it's, you're, you're enjoying it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always been into photography and I sold my old DSLR. Oh gosh, maybe four or five years ago. And I've been wanting to get a new one for a while now. And I've, uh, I had my eyes on this and I actually ordered it kind of when it first came out and it was on back order and it um it it arrived the the second day i was in the hospital so i was sitting in the hospital <laughs> I was sitting no. in the front door step so um so yeah i've had a little bit of time to kind of dig into yeah, it yeah i've been doing a little good. bit of research and and you know playing with it and having fun so nice. um that was a perfect excuse well we'll have to post some post some photos yeah. so that we can refer back to those from the podcast Absolutely. there's there's some terrible photos of me and my tan lines in my uh paint <laughs> yeah. tank top it's, <laughs> it's i've already hilarious. made it already made a note to post it <laughs> good. <laughs> okay, good good so um but yeah that was that was fun and it was uh you know not a, a very exciting week otherwise i pretty much sat at home and did a little bit more atrophying and Gain, gain a little bit of more body composition and uh yeah but um i did watch every single uh stage of the tour from there you start go. to yeah. finish uh at its live broadcast time so uh-huh. <laughs> oh wow because i don't sleep anymore uh, <laughs> i uh, basically a french person now you're like on that sleep yeah, schedule roughly yeah, exactly right? <laughs> uh went out and watched one of my doctor's uh soccer game or actually a couple soccer games at a tournament that her team won over the weekend which was pretty cool oh, nice cool. followed everybody's um you know, photos and posts of them doing STP, which is the Seattle to mm-hmm. Portland this past yeah, weekend, yeah. which yep. was a lot of fun to watch. We, yeah, it looked like the uh, Dialed Cycling team had like a really nice group of, I'm guessing it was about five or so. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was six, about five, six. Yeah. And um, man, that they did they did great. Yeah, which, they did. I, yeah, it's I, it gave me the itch. Like last year was the first year. Oh, I did it three years ago, then yeah. two years ago, and then I took last year off because mm-hmm. I'm like, I just wanted to stay at home and, and do right. family stuff, go camping and short track and all that stuff. And then, um, thought about a little bit this year, but again, too much going on with the team and with the, the mm-hmm. short track stuff. And we had some camping stuff, but watching that, it really made me want to get out there and do it again. So I may depend upon how everything shakes down next year, go mm. out there and put it on the list. Yeah. Put it on the list and go out there and do it. So if anybody's interested in going out there, Justin Wagner, if you're listening, let's oh, talk. Yeah. <laughs> we want to, um, I bet he'd be up for that. He, yeah, we want to break the, the nine and a half hour elapsed time, not the, the ride time, but the elapsed time. The elapsed so time. Mm. yeah, the ride time would probably be like nine, Matt, you want to jump in there? Nine ten. So I, we'll probably average about oh, 22 two, and a half miles yeah. an hour if we do it right. Okay, so you want this is a record of some sort that's for the just a personal goal. I don't oh, know. It's what the, a personal I, goal. I don't know what the record is. Okay. The last time um, Justin and I did it together with a few other guys, we uh, gosh, we got started at like you know four thirty in the morning right. and tried to get out ahead of the the you know all the Freds out there. So <laughs> yeah. I was there. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and we kind of failed because we wanted to get like you really want to start up front and basically get get it away from the crowds because it's such a massive race. Yeah, and then um, but we ended up being the second wave. If I remember Something correctly, like that, yeah. which made it difficult because you you know you're weaving through the entire first wave of yeah. people. And just for people who don't know about this ride, it's um mm-hmm. there there's ten thousand people that do this yeah. ride, yeah. and everybody gets started between like four thirty and five o'clock in the morning. Right. Seventy percent of those people only do the first um, hundred miles the first day, and the second hundred miles the second day, and then thirty percent mm-hmm. of the people will do it all in one day. And that's the ride that we were doing. So right. we really wanted to boogie down and 
and get out of the the gates as soon as possible so that we can miss a lot of this traffic because you get a lot of people out there that just kind of right go they're cruising at a lazy pace well, if you will, so and i think yeah. i think that we did a good job of getting there early that morning to yeah. get ready but we somehow missed that first wave and i think maybe yeah. if we do it again we should just like yeah. absolutely make sure that we are right on the front line yeah just well, breakfast on the bike at that point they also well, say yeah. that yeah. they're not going to release people until 4 30 in the morning right. but when i was riding over there from the hotel it was like 4 15 yeah. there was already people being let out onto the course so um that was kind of <laughs> a little bit of a bummer yeah. but it still wasn't too bad but there was a lot of people out there but um, we want to get out there, I think, and, and try this again and really time trial it in uh, a one day, you know, 206 miles and see how quickly we can get it done. I don't know what the record is. Well, we can look yeah, that up. it was interesting. <laughs> I saw the numbers like that it was because we were like 206, I think. Uh-huh. But they it looked like they had 200 flat for their Well, numbers. you know what? I saw other people that had 205 and 206 miles. So I'm uh, not I quite sure. Maybe they had a little diversion in there. and stuff yeah. that you're not supposed to. Like, I know Robbie, I missed a turn. Robbie, I think, on purpose stopped right at 200, I think, okay. I think was his goal. I know that's that's at least from, from what he was telling me. So yes. I assume that everybody he was with just decided to stop right there. It's pretty just, amazing. Yeah. Did they not roll it's into the finish line? I don't, know. Area? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll ask him That'd be that. somebody else we could have on the podcast, absolutely. Robbie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He would love that. Mm-hmm. would be great. Robbie Halterman, him. owner of Movement Revolutions Gym, a local a local gym yes. here in yeah. Vancouver area. Yeah. yeah and he's a triathlete. He yeah. is. Yeah. So we yeah. could yeah. the triathletes cool. could dominate the discussion at yeah, that we, point. Yes. That'd be important. Oh, we got the numbers. We we need an extra I'll one. Stay, I'll be here for you, Jay. Okay. We'll have to have Kim come back in and help us out here. Yeah. Lance is Lance jumps on both sides of the fence here, that's though. True. That's true. Yeah. His I, history. Since I've I known Lance, do, I haven't known more. any triathlons. Yeah, that's true. So. Lance has like a dark history. He yeah. does. Triathlon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it quiet. We don't talk. We won't talk about that. So, and we also had a teammate, uh, Scott Westfall, who was down oh. in um, Tahoe area, Lake Tahoe area, doing the death ride, yeah. which was, if I'm not mistaken, oh, my memory serves me correct, it was about 125 miles. Yeah. Oh, my God. 15,000 feet of yeah. climb. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, five mountain passes. Yeah. That's that's a tougher ride than STP. Yeah. yeah. That is definitely a tough. I mean, so, if you're, that 15,000 feet is a lot of feet. And yeah. it was hot, too. Oh, so, boy. that's the thing that, yeah. Good for him. You don't kudos, have a, kudos. You don't want to have a ride called death ride and have it be excruciatingly <laughs> hot. And then, like, 2,000 feet of elevation. I feel like that's a he's bad a beast luck. on the bike though. He's, he has yeah. been training his butt off. I mean, I've been you know keeping tabs on what he's been doing, and it's just like knocking out massive ride after massive oh, really? ride with massive amounts of climbing in there too. I mean, he'll go he out for like a, a fifty mile ride, but you'll knock out like you know ten thousand feet of climbing, and he's just been doing that consistently for the last quite a few months, and he went down there and did really well. So proud of him. Good job, yeah. Scott. Wow. Yeah. And Mark and uh, Kevin, who was Kevin. with him. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. So yeah, not not too much more to my uh, my backpedal than that, other than just living vicariously through all you guys and the rest of the team. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I am uh, headed off to the dock today for another update on the shoulder. So mm-hmm. hopefully, I shall come back bearing good news next week. So fingers crossed. Yes. Okay, now let's get into uh, topic number one. We are going to run through some. Uh, well, basically, it's just a top ten list, and it's basically top ten tips to avoid looking like a cycling rookie. My question is, as we run through these things, is do we agree and do we have anything to add to this list? So um, let, let's let's kick this thing off. It could be kind of fun. And I do want to just preface this with um, do any of these, if we disagree with them or agree with them or want to impose any of these, does this make us a-holes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> does this make us <laughs> the cycling elitist? So what other sport outside of like cycling, I guess maybe triathlon has as cares as much about not looking like a yeah. rookie yeah. as the like they care. Cyclists care so much about not appearing to be a Fred. Yeah, I should define so, what a Fred is too yeah. before starting Go this. Ahead. But okay, so a Fred. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. 
a friend is basically somebody who, let's say you're going on a group ride with some people who would consider themselves followers of the Velamani, which yeah. is, we've talked on a podcast previously, is a bunch of rules that cyclists make on what to wear, how to behave, yada, yada, yada. And a Fred would be somebody who does not abide by those rules and yeah, is no. also, sl- I think you need to be a slower rider to be considered a Fred, if we're going by the definition, <laughs> I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. You, know, you, ha- you, you could be faster and just look weird and be considered a Fred. I had this personal dilemma with this very topic mm-hmm. yesterday because I had um, an acquaintance, a friend, who did the STP, who did the Seattle to Portland, and he is not a cyclist as far as I know. And he went out and rode the 200 miles in, in two good days. Good for him. Right? Oh, my God, good so for him. So super fantastic. But he, like, he's taking pictures of his bike and, and live you know, live Facebook videoing and, <laughs> and, and you see the pictures of his bike and what he's wearing. He's got a backpack on yes. and he was wearing, I, I should be careful. I don't know if he listens to this or not, but, <laughs> but he had like, um, he had like not like compression socks on, like all the oh, way up to his God. knees. Oh no, that's a big uh, no, no. Right. And, 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 and I probably and, like basketball shorts or something. Yeah. Right. And my thought was, what are you doing? Why are you wearing that? And immediately followed by, who cares? Right. Yeah. That yeah. he's wearing yeah. that. He's out there on his bike and he's riding. He's doing this very difficult. Was he not wearing a chamois? Miles. Do you think? No, he had on cycling shoes. Oh, okay. thank That's God. Good. I was yes. just saying good. that man yeah. deserves the toughest personal live award oh. if he just rode 200 miles without. And then a you wonder why people quit cycling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you go ride 200 miles without wearing yeah. cycling shorts. <laughs> Your whole innards are just chewed up. You're not oh, going to get gosh. on a bike again. <laughs> And put that away for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> first ride, two hundred miles. Hate this. <laughs> no, and, and I think I think probably people listening to this podcast and those of us on this podcast should probably take a serious look at like, hey, we're wearing spandex, and, <laughs> right. and, and some of us are shaving our legs, <laughs> yeah. and like we're doing stupid stuff. And then like, so yeah, no, I'm Puffy I'm complete, pants, Lance. I'm completely yeah. with Lance on this one, where it's like, no, 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 we're not we're not in a position to pass judgment <laughs> no. at all. That's you correct. Know? And now so. you guys know why I picked this because it's such a double edged sword. Is. In the back of your head, you're like, look at that Fred. You're like, wait a second, he's out riding his bike. He actually looks normal. (laughs) That's what people should look like on bicycles. And people should be making fun of us. Exactly. Whatever happened to like riding in, do you guys remember the movie Breaking Away? Whatever happened to riding in like jeans? Like jean shorts. Like Like male jean shorts. Okay, so let's do this. Let's go jean shorts and t-shirt. Like yeah. maybe tank top, I don't know, and then let's just rock it someday, and like I don't know. So that's so at the bike shop I used to work at. Me and the guys <laughs> who worked there, we never did this, but I would love to do it with you guys here. We did a race once. Oh yeah. Our, our plan was to do a triathlon in like Daisy Duke shorts and oh, no, no shirt. <laughs> like no that shirt. was our plan once because we just kind of wanted to bust up the whole like you gotta look pro sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And one of the guys at the shop probably still would have won the race by a significant amount. Yeah. He was that yeah. fast, but that, that could be a fun ride. Like the, I think race, the, a the Daisy not, Duke not, ride. Not, yeah. Not pro oh race. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We can't do that. We're gonna just. Like the trap, that was the thing Monday night. People hate cyclists. Was that a topic on this? (laughs) Well, no. At the short track race, I'm in this stupid outfit. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody at the start line said, "If you beat me in that stupid outfit, I'm gonna be." And you beat him. And And, and you beat him because I know Chris would never say anything like that. That's awesome. That's right. Of course. 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 (laughs) Okay. So let's let's look at tip tip number one. If you you don't want to be a cycling Fred or a rookie or what have you. no pro kits. So, you know, don't show up to the line wearing like a, yeah. a professional team's kit. Yep. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that, guys? I saw this on my Crown Point ride, like people kicking it in the Team Sky stuff. And yep. I'm and I'm like, it's awesome, you know, like it's a, fine, it's a kit. 
But the the points that the author makes in this article is like, hey, those things are super expensive. You're if you're not paid to wear it, eh, it's a little bit of a rookie move to do. And I, I kind of like with this is probably going to be the same point that I have with all of these. It's like I kind of agree with all these things, but you know, I hate to be like. So let's liken it to like you like the Dallas Cowboys and you're wearing a Dallas yeah, Cowboy jersey. Sure. Is there something wrong with that? Mm. No, no, no. My, my wife would be like, "Why is that person wearing this?" I, and it's like, and I'm like, "No, that's the that's a fashion thing. Like people, this yeah, is what they right. do. They wear this. You wear your the person that you pull for. You wear their jersey. Yep. Like that's just how things are currently, with you know, with style. Yeah. But within cycling style, like wearing this team jersey thing, I feel like it's a little bit of a faux pas. I don't know. Uh-huh. When I see somebody in a pro kit, my my thought is. <laughs> Come on. How bad how can I drop this Come guy? Come on, man. Scoffing, right? Come on. Okay, yeah. right. So, yeah, that's my gut reaction. But, too. but then I, but then I, yep, you try I, to catch yourself. I catch myself and go, and you're, I am an asshole. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's really not that big a deal. Yeah. No, I but, like, I like the rule that they mention. If a team has been disbanded yeah. for 10 years, yeah. then you can wear the then kit. It's, then I, it's cool. retro, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. I think retro is cool. If you're wearing like this year's Sky jersey, right. Like, I mean, what? Come on. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I mean, mean, my opinion, I know it doesn't matter on this. Like, who cares? But like, come on. Don't, don't you feel like everyone makes the exact same joke, which is like, oh, man, he was. I can't believe Team Sky didn't pick yeah. him. <laughs> it's like, I know they were thinking about taking him on the Why tour and, my, and they my chose Garrett Thomas instead. And they were thinking like, maybe they should have brought this guy. I used to have then, a guy who made that joke all the time. time I, right? It was like, oh, hey, I thought you were supposed to be in the tour this week. Yeah. Oh, they didn't take you? Oh, OK, oh, okay. good. You sorry, should take the jersey sorry off about, then. <laughs> sorry about the selection process, buddy. Yeah. You know, like as you pass him on the Are you riding the Vuelta instead uh, of the tour? Yeah. Did they train for the Vuelta? So let's say in that same breath, though, that we're riding here locally. And there's maybe another local race team, uh, bike team, what have you. And someone not on that team manages to get their hands on one of uh, said jerseys and just wears it out because they think it's cool. Is that is that cool? I don't. Is I that acceptable? It's hard to know, right? Because yeah. how do you know? Yeah. You wouldn't um, know. I don't think you, you would know if you knew if you knew the team really well or something like that. Then yeah. you'd be like, that yeah. guy's not even on the team. And I, I you know, it would be. Oh. On the other hand, though, they're still giving money to the team. Because, I mean, if they're buying the kit, you know, from the team, they're giving In money to the cases, team. In some cases, yeah. So, yeah. Maybe they picked up a kit true. from somebody like on That'd eBay or something like that. That'd so, be yeah. different, yeah. Now, yeah. If, you're, if you're buying it directly from the team, I think that's fine. If you're, like, buying a Castelli jersey and <laughs> printing that on there, then, yeah, that's not okay. It's, it's a little insider baseball, too, right? Where it's like, um, I don't know how you would know all this stuff unless you're really like in the team or yeah. one of the other teams and then you know and then you're probably like yeah that's a little weird yeah mm-hmm. well let's say that you were in uh, you went up to like seattle and you're up yeah. there riding around and all of a sudden you see somebody wearing a dial kit yeah like, somehow got there and they're you know for a fact that they're not on the team would that bother you would you say something to that person? i would yell at them and pro- <laughs> no, and i would be like you're on our team like i would assume that they're on the team yeah yeah and, okay. and if they were like no 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 i'm not on the team i just got this jersey i'd be like oh okay i probably w- wouldn't it wouldn't upset me or anything. Like I wouldn't I even think, think twice. I would just be like, okay, well, cool. Well, I'm part of this team. And if you want, like, just be like, and now's your chance to hear yeah. me talk about the team for 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. Even though, <laughs> there we go. Even though you don't, up that you, have no, you have no desire to hear about the team, but you're going to, because I'm going to talk your ear off. Yeah. So. Okay. So in summary, we'll say that that is acceptable, but it's a bit of a faux pas. And yeah. just yeah. be prepared to be judged by others who are <laughs> yeah. a little bit more in that uh, arena of a-holery. So. Yeah. You're leaving <laughs> yourself open. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Tip number two, buy the coolest helmet you can afford 
buy the coolest helmet. So are they saying that afford. that is a rookie move? No, oh, so they're saying they're suggesting doing it. And and yeah. I think all the reasons okay. that they gave were like you're going to be wearing this a lot. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Like don't everything. Skimp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything seems fine with I'm I have no problems with that. I have no problems with that. I wore the same helmet for like 8 years. Yeah, like, I but yeah. I mean, so, but the point is like get something comfortable, get something yeah. decent, like Let's your brain let's is look important. at let's break the sentence down just a little bit though and yeah. and look at the the word coolest and that can be kind That's of subjective. True. So what if yeah. somebody says that oh that arrow helmet <laughs> that that TT guy is wearing is very cool. I'm going to go pick that up and I'm going to rock that bad boy on my next group ride. Yeah, no you don't. And we're going to no, go out and do some I'm hill sorry. climbing and you know Fred <laughs> rolls up and he's wearing his like oh, long God. teardrop helmet oh, because it makes him fast on a group well, ride. I think that it all comes down to like that definition of like which helmet is cool, <laughs> right? Because yeah. because all the t- I don't know. I feel like all triathletes really do hate TT helmets. I think I think they do, right? Like but they're cool. They, they, I I have. Um, I only wear them in races and the day before a race, so I can get comfortable to the sensation yeah. for thirty minutes on the bike. And Sometimes I never I'll like try to like sneak out to somewhere where I don't think anyone's yep. gonna see me, and I'll, never on I'll use the TT helmet, yep. and I'm yep. like, this is just to test the system yes. or whatever. Yeah. But I I. I really think they look horrible. And and the one I have now is the worst because it has this big visor thing. Yes. And I put it, you know, as soon as you get the helmet, you put it on, you go look in the mirror because it's a new helmet. And I'm just like, holy crap, I look like a stormtrooper. Yeah. It's not, it's not a good. You never realize how ridiculous you look until somebody sends you like a post-race picture and you're like, oh my God. I do I have a stormtrooper so helmet. Yep. I'm gonna wear that on the next group. Ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, short track tonight. <laughs> Brilliant. You should go to a triathlon. Oh, dude, don't think for real. Instead of getting second in short track, you could win if you had the TT helmet. On. That's right. That's right. I would be yeah. faster. That yeah. keep, keep the Bison shorts. Keeps all the dust out of your eyes. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna want to keep using the shorts in the wife beater, so. but you're gonna want the TT helmet. Just on. don't tell Chris to wear one, or he'll beat you. Then, if he has that yeah, same aerodynamics. Yeah. Okay. So on this one, don't skip. Buy a good helmet. It is important that you wear a good helmet. Yeah. It's got a good was it MIP rating or what have you, because um, it could save your noggin. But buy the appropriate helmet if you're gonna have a road ride. Yeah. Buy well, a road helmet if yes. you're gonna go do a TT. Buy a TT helmet, and you can buy the coolest one you want. But yeah. just make it specific. I mean, maybe do. maybe just say like get a road helmet because yeah. that's all. That's like ninety nine percent of yeah. what people need. And then it's just like if you're in the market for a TT helmet, you probably know yeah. the rules or the faux pas or whatever it is, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Next one. Tip number three buy cycling clothes that fit. So, <laughs> uh, this goes without saying. <laughs> I don't know. This is hard. It's like, you know, they make cycling clothes tight and all of us are pretty fit and, and trim and stuff like that. But, like, you know, I don't, I wouldn't want to discourage anyone from like wearing something tight just because they're a bigger person. Yep. You know, I'm just yeah. thinking. So, so. This is way too personal, but like comfortable. I, I was a runner and I was super, super skinny, like very, very real thin. And then, you know, I've gained significant amount of weight since I was, you know, not being, you know, run, you get older, your dad, you get the dad bod kicking or whatever. And like, <laughs> there's so many times where I'm like, I don't want to take my shirt off and go swim in the pool because I just don't oh, think. Oh, I've been there. Right? Where it's just like, yep. and then you think to yourself, this is, this, what are you, this is so stupid. And so for me, I'm always thinking to myself, like, hey, if there's a bigger person and they want to wear like the tight cycling clothes, like, like, don't, don't even let it be a thing. Like, try really hard to encourage, not discourage, because I think back on myself about how stupid I feel, you know, when I'm, when it's summertime and I'm like, I really should be running without a shirt on. And I mm-hmm. like, even on so this Sunday, yesterday, I went for a long run. I should have gone no shirt because it was like, what was it? Like 95 degrees so or something hot. like that. Yeah. It was, and I was like, I'm going to wear a shirt. I'm a little heavy right now, and I'll probably see all my, you know, all my high school runners and all this stuff, and I'm just like, I'm just going to kick it with the shirt on. Eight eight months ago, I was 230 pounds, right. 
and my large jersey did not fit. Yeah. It was <laughs> offensive when I put it on. And then I was yeah, testing but, the limits of the stretchiness. But, of but here's stuff. the thing. Like, clothes are good But motivation. there would be times where I, I got dressed to go out on right. a group ride, and I put that jersey on, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, but but like I can't go. I can't wear this. My, I gotta find a fat jersey in here. Where's my where's, fat jersey? Where's my fat jersey? <laughs> but but when it gets to the point where it's like deterring you from going out riding, or um, maybe deterring you from going for a swim, and that's where I feel like you know this is unhealthy, right? Yeah. It's like this is actually, and then you think to yourself like, screw that, like yeah. that's not like I guess I'm just gonna sh- have to like own up to being like a little bit pudgier than right. I'm than I'm comfortable with, right? And like I still need to go out there. And it's run really the shirt hard on. to yeah. to step off that yeah. ledge yeah. and it is. push your own self worth yeah. into a spot that allows you to yeah. do that. Yeah, that, that makes that's it difficult. that's where to to me I think there's a lot of and us you know everybody at this table we've been lean through most of our racing careers. And it's easy for me to slip on my kit and go out and ride. To me, I think there's a lot of bravery in a guy yes. who's going to be able to put that on and say, you know what, screw it. I'm going out on this group ride. I don't care what I look like. I'm going to do this each weekend for the next however long. And, you know, I'm going to be a cyclist. And I, you know, I mean, I, I remember in Ohio, we had a couple guys who were on our team who were bigger guys. And they were, I mean, two years later, they were, they were fit racing guys, but they went through that period where yeah. I know for them it was not comfortable yeah, to go out there. Most of us have been there. So. Yeah. 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 And I think that's awesome. I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. And, and, and I'm with you guys. Like, I think you just got to find a kid that feels comfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah, I right. mean, it cannot be comfortable trying to yeah. squeeze into a large if you're not a large. No. Yeah. yeah. There, there's two sides to this equation, though. Let's say that the, the guy's a little bit bigger and he's large, but he's, you know, uncomfortable with his body. And he, instead of wearing a large, which would theoretically fit him he goes out and wears the the triple xl just because he wants it to be super loose and flappy and 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 it feels and like it's flap around exactly yeah. Uh, yeah. how do you feel about that i have, i have no problem with that yeah. i have like i have i have one i think no maybe i think i have one or two jerseys that are just like big and and then when you like i came from like running with like a super big t- cotton t-shirt and like that's how i grew up running and <laughs> right. uh and so cycling was like this, you know, like epiphany where it's like, oh, you need to wear tight stuff to go fast. You know, like that makes a difference in performance. Yeah. And that's when I kind of switched over. In fact, I started wearing like tighter T-shirts, like like my whole like, you know, viewpoint on like, you know, all changed. Yeah. And uh, my wife can attest to this. She's like, yeah, I used to wear like baggy clothes all the time, <laughs> you know, and now I'll wear we like. a picture of that. Yeah, no. Oh, that, there's a lot of those photos. Where, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm back then I was real thin <laughs> and wearing like a large t-shirt. Little now I'm, now I'm sni- significantly bigger and I wear like a medium t-shirt. So it's like, <laughs> some, and it all came back to cycling and stuff like that. But I think I'm totally cool with people wearing like larger jerseys and things like that. Yeah. But you're sacrificing performance. Yep. Mm-hmm. And on this one for me personally, I could really care less. Yeah. yeah. I could not care less rather. Um, wear whatever is comfortable for you and yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. As long as you're out there riding your bike and you're making gains and, and you have a goal yeah. of what you want to accomplish. And if that goal is just to go out and have fun on your bike and you're comfortable in your clothes. Great. Yeah. You know, kudos yeah. to you. If you want to get faster over the course of time, lose a little bit of weight and you know, pony up and buy another kit that fits you when you get a little bit smaller. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Just keep rolling. So I agree. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. So, I did a video a couple of weeks back and yeah. it was like, how much does it cost you for, you know, it was like this eight mile ride that I did. And it was like, how much time does it cost you if you like put a baggy, you know, put baggy shorts on and baggy t-shirt and you're, you are losing a lot of time. I think it was in eight miles. I think I lost 72 seconds or something like that. Significant. And it was like, here's, this is exact same position, exact same wattage. 
and you just you're just giving up time just to the wind or whatever it is, which is kind of it was a kind of a fun cool video. I kind of liked doing that one, yep. uh, but yeah, that was fun. I should uh, <laughs> I should go back and do something else where it's like comparing a little little something a little bit more reasonable, yeah. like maybe like club jean fit versus <laughs> that's like a, a good one yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jean, shorts jean shorts versus jean shorts, shorts. Yeah. and uh, and pink tank top. Pink, pink tank top. <laughs> How much is that gonna cost? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll oh, you actually got faster. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, n- number four. Um, the, they're basically oh, calling Lance out on this. They're calling him a Fred. You know, he's oh, not shaving no. his legs. Yeah. So <laughs> shave the legs. You're one tenth of a Fred, <laughs> Lance. Romance. <laughs> I refuse to shave my legs. <laughs> <laughs> this this should this should come up on every podcast for the rest of forever. It will. It will. There's. I mean, and even if we don't want it to, point, it's coming up. We should come up with something like if we get this many likes on this, we will shave Lance's legs <laughs> on a <laughs> podcast. I would do. That. I like that. Yeah, ten thousand <laughs> likes. <laughs> well, okay. that's a challenge. That sounds so, like a challenge. So I will say this: like the, in the article, it's like if you write up on someone and they don't have shaved legs or whatever it is, like What's you kind of you kind of think like this person, you know, it doesn't take biking as seriously mm-hmm. as you know the other person or whatever it is. And I, I, I kind of agree. Like yeah. I kind of, and and it's funny because like if I rolled up on Lance at any point in time, he could just drop me like a bad <laughs> habit. <laughs> And so I kind of love that, right? right? Where it's like, yeah, you know, maybe he do- the shaving party doesn't fit into the mold or whatever it is, but Did damn, you know the, he can move. The the Brownleys do not shave their legs. Yeah. Now I know if we're going triathlon here. I bet here. they do win this race time. They don't. They don't. Uh, I've, the, I've the heard Olympics. this. I do not know them personally, okay. but okay. I, they're my I've, heroes. I've heard they do not <laughs> shave no their legs. There's no way when they're like swimming that much and, we, and racing. I'm going to fact Olympic check level. myself on this. I'm pretty sure okay. they do not. Errors and omissions. We're going to yeah. say like I. I now with all the new information out, like how much wattage it saves you, they there's should. no way that yeah. they're gonna. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a, I'll total hypocrite on what you just said for me because I've rolled up to races at at PIR yeah. where we're doing road races, and there will be guys I won't speak, get close to in a right. group pack because their legs aren't shaved. <laughs> You're like, oh, he's probably squirrely. Yes. Right? on the road. Like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he doesn't have much experience or whatnot because his legs aren't shaved. Yeah. And there I am. Which fuzzy. is, but uh, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just that per- the perception, yeah. and, and and that's kind of hard to fight. I think, you know, whether it's like this person's got like a baggy kit thing on or whatever, they might not be. You kind of just immediately are thinking like, yeah. well, because we're all thinking about our safety, right? Like if someone, if, if mm-hmm. we can try to pick out someone that's maybe not going to be as experienced, right. we know to avoid that person because, you know, there's a good chance that person's going to go down in front of you yeah. or whatever it is. And so we're all thinking like for our safety. So that I feel like is a little bit okay. Not that it's okay to judge people on whether they shave their legs or what outfit they wear, whatever it is, but we're all trying to be safe in any way possible. So so. then going back to the purpose of the article, should a rookie actually shave their legs then? Because if, because if it's supposed to be a warning sign, should there be like a certain amount of races? And now it's like, now you may shave your legs. So it's like your cat four upgrade. Here you go. Here's a razor. Go shave your legs. Brought to you by Gillette. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good question. Yeah. I would say like, it just, it would come naturally. Whereas like some people are going to be like, yeah, I'm all for it. And other people are going to be like, like Lance, like complete holdouts, like never going to do it. I can't. Now I've made it a thing on this podcast. I can't. (laughs) We're going to come up with a way. It's going to happen, Lance. It will happen eventually. This is Lance's identity now. He cannot shave his legs. (laughs) We will tie it to something fun and some sort of charitable cause. And we will uh, have Matt videotape 
Shaving his legs. Yeah. Yeah. New Fast Friday video. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. We should do a. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good idea. I've been always trying to think like, because I do these videos on my um, YouTube channel about like Free Speed Friday. Yeah. Where it's like things that you can do that are kind of not necessarily like free, like you know whatever it is. Like I would say like if you're not simple, simple things you can do that's free speed and kind of like okay, you get your wetsuit fit correctly, you're gonna save time. You wear a wetsuit, that's gonna save you time. You know, stuff like that. Like even like um, elastic lacing on your shoes in a triathlon saves you time. It's not really like it's really free because you're paying a little bit of money for elastic laces. But anyway, that's the idea with the segment. But like shaving legs would be a great one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lance, when you're ready. Yeah. All right. When you're ready. When you're ready, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Tip number five, avoid rookie marks. And for those oh. of you who don't know what the rookie marks are, those are the uh, greasy chain marks on your inner calf muscle Ooh. next to the chain ring. Yeah, I get these all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, going into a decade of riding, I still do this. Oh, yeah, we all, we'd all have We all have yeah. You know what? I'm not going to lie. If I haven't, I look down, I'm like, oh, damn, I spit on yeah. my leg. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, rubbing it out, rubbing it on the calf. I'm like, please, hopefully nobody saw that. Yeah, I don't worry about it too much. I We call them like cat five tattoos. Yes. Cat, yeah. cat six marks. Cat six, six marks because yeah. it's pre cat five. Yes. Cat, five. <laughs> cat five tat. Yeah, I feel like you I know. Just need to clean my bike. More. Yeah, I think exactly. that's all that like, tells yeah, me. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a funny. one. It probably yeah, happens it to you less and less if you keep your bike clean and you ride more and, uh-huh. and things like that. Yeah. But it still happens. It still happens. Yeah. You just get you. Yeah. Whatever. You lean up against but it. But if it's a perpetual it thing, happens. that's yes. that's when I'm going to start yes. snickering at you, maybe poking a little bit yeah. of fun. But yeah. if, yeah. It if it was like, who cares? Yeah. If it was like my older brother, I would totally make fun of him for it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, there's a lot of these things where it's like, no, I wouldn't make fun of a cyclist for this. But if it was my brother, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely make fun of him for it. So, <laughs> Or anybody at this table, I would make fun yeah, of him for it instantly. <laughs> sure. Okay. Tip number six. Pick the right accessories. So basically, they're saying some oh. accessories make a cyclist look cool, while others make them look like a tool. Um I didn't like this one at all. I don't like this what one either. The, I don't like this. So the um, a lot of the examples that they referenced were like mirrors and stuff coming off the, um, you know, people put mirrors on their glasses that come mm-hmm. off to the side a little bit or um, off their helmet, or off their helmet or then the bottom bottom yeah. of the bar ends of yeah. the yeah. So I've seen those and uh, I just think like if people, I mean, I'm I'm just like safety Dan, like whatever, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like whatever you can do for safety is like I'm all for it. So I think I think you know mirrors the, are good. The, the mirrors. So I when I was younger, you used to always say like, oh, those are so ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah. come on, just turn and look. When I became a PT, found out a lot of people wanted to stay cycling into their 60s and 70s. Yeah. They don't have that good cervical rotation there right. to check their blind spots. So absolutely, I mean. If you're that guy who cannot get comfortably in that position to look, yeah, use a mirror. Of course, use a mirror. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. 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 Now, if you're, if you're 24 and you're using just, well, yeah, I'd be cut. Like, and also, I think it's like, <laughs> I, mean, I also think if you're racing and stuff like that, like, yeah, you got to take the mirror off racing. Like, yeah. yeah. Streamline it. Yeah. Or, or, you know, if you're doing like a group ride that, you know, it's going to get hot. It's like, no, I mean, I mean like fast. I'm it's, also definitely not holding your wheel if you are in a race with a rear mirror. Yeah. That's one of those signs, right? Yeah. Where yeah. We're yeah. Like, be careful and that's purely a safety on my part. That I, would just I, be a lookout for yeah, him. I don't yeah. think somebody would show up in a, Road race with a mirror. Uh, I've, actually, I've actually seen it. Errors and omissions. Seen it. Errors and omissions. We're gonna be talking. Somebody find a picture of that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, another thing that they reference here is a uh, saddlebag that's big enough to fit your saddle in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll agree with that. Yeah. I sometimes think. Yeah. Like that's what the jersey. Bag off the back that's what the jersey well, pockets. And the bag's like swinging back and yeah. forth, yeah. and it's real huge. And I'm like, well, just put it in the jersey pocket. Yeah. What about somebody still riding with cycling computers that have wires? 
going to all parts of the bike so, for like your speed and cadence sensors. And I think the, that's fine because I had that for years. So nobody <laughs> better make fun of this one. <laughs> so, nobody. But, I, I had the old version Cat Eye for a long time. So, so I just think bikes that are like the the, um, the wires and cabling and things like that that are clean. I just think they look beautiful, right? When there's just like almost no like wiring or cabling or yeah. anything like that. I'm like, oh, that's pretty tight up there. Like, yeah. So it's a it's an admiration thing. Yeah. It's you know when you see when I see um, cabling coming off the brakes and things like that, it doesn't like. I don't get too annoyed with it. I'm just thinking like this bike is prettier than this bike because um, of cabling and just having that stuff. Look. So, so the wiring is probably same thing. You know, you see the standard cat eye stuff with the wires like wrapped around the um, once cabling it, and once stuff Once it too, died so. on me, I just didn't, I, I raced without a bike computer for like okay. two years. So like I just did no bike computer, no watch and bike races. Was it still on your bike though? Just dead? No, okay. I had nothing on there. I, I said no bike computer or watch. And I remember okay. during a race once it was Kathy racing this like 17 or 18 year old kid pulled up next to me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah I, I think I've told this story. I was 24 yeah. and he looks at me. He's like, man, you know, I wish I could just like enjoy cycling like that when I'm your age. It's like, <laughs> all right, kid. Cycling is kind of a funny sport though. Is that steel? Yeah. When people first get into cycling and they just don't know any better, the industry loves to sell you accessories yes. and there is an accessory for just about everything. And it's got like it. rolling into pet boys for your car, you know, to, to go buy stuff, you know, get mini mo and Jack there and you can buy anything for your car and you can all these little doohickeys and decals and stickers and, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Same thing in the cycling world. They'll sell you anything to strap to your bike, to your, uh, your saddle, to your helmet. And you can walk out of there spending a bunch of money and you're like, cool, I got all this stuff. And you show up to a group ride and everybody's snickering at you. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, I'll say this, like, phones these days are fantastic i you know i had all these theories that like bike computers were going to go the way of the dinosaurs because you know with a decent smartphone there's just there's so much information that you can have the, mm-hmm. the stuff that i want to know like when i first started writing was like well how far did i go you know and stuff like that yeah. and that's that's just a phone or whatever and um so i really think you can go a long way without getting you know bike computers and um things like that you know yeah you can get pretty far I yeah. remember having my first Garmin Edge unit. I think it was the old 305. And I, I had that. That predated the iPhone, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right. so, and, mm-hmm. and I was the same way. I used to just, I wanted to know these this information, yeah. this data, this inf- like how much elevation gain did I make and how mm-hmm. far did I go. And that was before hardly anybody was using that kind of stuff. So it's kind of yeah. neat. But um, they will definitely sell you something for everything. But um, <laughs> yeah, you don't necessarily need all this stuff. So just kind of ask around, ask a friend, go to a club ride, go to a group ride, yeah. go to a team ride and just say, hey, what do I really need? So yeah. yeah. Um, it's hard to go to a, it would, it'd be hard to go to a new group, right? Cause you're kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's the guy side of me where I'm just like, you go in there and you're trying to be cool, you know? And you're like, right. oh yeah, I'm, I'm not the Fred of the group or whatever it is. You don't, you know, so mm-hmm. you're, you're immediately, you don't want to be like, Hey, what bike computer do I, should I get? Yeah. Like what, you know, you don't want to be asking questions that make you a new, but, but that's a great thing about Fred is that everybody had to be a Fred. Yeah. Maybe that's why we all like to make fun of Fred is yeah. because it was you at some <laughs> yeah, point. It's that little true. insecure voice where you're like, I looked exactly like that guy for a while. <laughs> so Fred, <laughs> everybody was Fred at some okay. point. So let me ask you this question. Let's tangent for just one brief second. Mm. What was the most Fred thing that each one of you guys ever did? Oh God. I've so got a good one for myself. <laughs> no. I've, I've got a really embarrassing one. Go ahead. Oh my. Okay. So, this was my first clipped-in road ride oh, with a yeah. group. Uh-huh. Went with my mom, who had been racing Ironmans at this point. My mom would drop my butt at this point, right. at the age of <laughs> very old. And she, uh, we're on this group ride, and we have to add a little bit to get back to the car. And I'm still, you know, we're on the bike path. I'm still getting used to the feel that I'm young. I, I don't even remember how old I was. We're young. And we're talking and riding, and I'm kind of looking over at her, and like, I'm like trying to mess around with my cleat, just to get the feel coming in and out. 
clip out, kind of tilt to the side a little bit, crash smack into a tree, like <laughs> right into a tree, just riding with my mom just on the road bike that I still have to this day, by the way. I still have that road bike. It survived that yeah. and about 100 other falls. That's awesome. But yeah, that was my most proud moment by far. Yeah. Nobody saw it, thank God. I've, I've said this on the podcast before, but um, riding in the aero bars in a group ride definitely and, and getting yelled at like get out of the bars like, <laughs> like that's definitely my my most fred moment and try fred yep yeah yeah totally it's about you it guys. is what it is i've always been cool yeah that's true. <laughs> that's, that's oh true. wait i can <laughs> i can remember I can vouch now that. a week ago he was on a group ride and his legs weren't shaved that's right. oh wait that was also this week <laughs> Um, one of the worst things I remember doing in one of the first triathlons I did, I did not know that drafting was oh, yeah. <laughs> illegal. It was against the rules. It was the first race I ever did. So here I am, you know, eight miles into the race and I rolled up on something. I'm like, man, this is easier right behind this guy. I'm just going <laughs> to sit here for a here. And the guy turned around and was like, get off my wheel. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I really didn't know well, that you weren't supposed to draft. We should remember that because, like, someone's, you know, yes, somebody, gonna pull up on me at some point. Hey, they're yes. gonna be like giving them like the. There yeah, are guys who have been yeah. racing for ten years that still do that. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can remember um, when I was a kid, I used to ride my mountain bike all over town and whatnot, and. Um, somebody mentioned to me it'd be a lot easier if you went out and got some cycling shorts instead of riding around in your baggy t- shorts and you know, it, it'll help pad things and it'll be more comfortable and it's a little bit more aerodynamic. I'm like, okay, and we don't got the, the cycling shorts and um, put those on. And, and when I got back, I was pretty chafed. You, you want to guess why I was pretty chafed? They were on backwards. No. You wore underwear underneath them. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did yep. not know better. And I was yeah, wearing yep. the old uh, boxer briefs underneath, <laughs> underneath the, yep. underneath yeah. the uh, cycling shorts. And uh, like, turns didn't work. You're, you're not supposed to do that. So. Well, I feel like a lot of people, like, there's it's not written down anywhere. No, it's like, not. This no. is kind of, a, this yeah. is probably kind of pre-internet stuff. Yeah. So it's like, we, you don't, there's nowhere to learn that stuff. Yeah. So, so you know, just next time you ride by uh, a cyclist, and, I don't know. These cycling <laughs> shorts suck. Yeah. This is no good. <laughs> I'm not wearing any underwear. Didn't help. So, good stuff. There's my one good stuff. There you go. (laughs) That was good stuff. That was very good stuff. I like that. Okay, moving on to tip number seven. Dump the reflectors and the plastic ring, which would be located behind your cassettes. Okay, I kind of agree with this one. Yeah, I mean, I always feel like that, you know, if if you bought a new bike, if it comes with reflectors on the, I feel like that might be like a law in some places. I'm guessing because every stupid new bike you buy has reflectors on it. And and you want to pull those. And, you know, I can't imagine that they're performant, you know, like having those things Uh, on your wheels. I can't imagine that they're... Twelve thousand dollar bikes that come with the reflectors on them. Yeah. It's pretty glorious <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i'll stay i'll stay firm on this yeah. one that's i'll make fun of you so hard if you show up with those i'm sorry i'm 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 like nine out of ten of these i'll be like that's understandable yes. don't make fun you of that guy make fun of that you guy you don't need those they make these fascinating neat little lights that flash right. yeah. and all the stuff that are very sleek and they're gonna be much more um i don't know and you can't helpful. see that from helpful, behind yeah. anyway so no. like what yeah. Like, what is a car supposed to yeah. see you from the side? Be like, oh, there he is. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it might be just a state law here in Washington, but I feel like there's a law that's like, if you sell a bike, it has to come with this, yeah. like a new bike or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's why they're there for the most part. And every every one of us pulls it off the wheel immediately. So mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think I might have caught my older brother, like still having that on there. And I'm just like, you know, I mean, because he wants to race triathlons and he wants to 
do better. So I just like go pick his bike apart. Like, okay, do this, change this, change this. Cause mm-hmm. you know, it's just right. Free speed, free right. speed Friday, whatever it is. So it's like here, That's you know, and I feel like he, right I feel there. like he might've had reflectors <laughs> on his wheels. I'd have to go back and think about it. That is the like, most free speed. And I was just like, yep, you got it. He, but, but you know, he's one of those people like he, first of all, he doesn't listen to me at all because I'm his younger brother. <laughs> no way. Second, and second of all, um, he, he's brand new to the sport. He doesn't ride with anyone, rides by himself. So where are you going to learn? You know, yeah. Where do you learn any of this stuff? Yeah. Right. You know, from he my had, stupid brother, Matt. Well, he's not going <laughs> to listen yeah. to me. He had, a, he had a great idea of, of wearing his, um, he had like these like kind of floating jammer shorts things there. I don't know what they call them. Are those the wetsuit jammers? Yeah. I've seen? yeah. His idea was like, I'm going to wear this on the bike. No. Oh God, that was no. his idea. Like, Please no. He was like, this, this is going to work. And no, I was just, not. And, he, and, and, and I, I was like, I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. Like get like a try. And he, and he was like, no, 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 I'm going to try it. And then I was like, okay, well don't do it in the race. Just go try it. Go ride 30 miles with those on. And he did. And he was like, oh yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> was he planning on running in those too then? I think that was like, I think he was maybe going to take them off for the run or something like that. But it was the idea. Like he, um, he absolutely loves those things. What are those pants? Lava pants. Is Lava what pants. Called. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, he thinks it's the greatest thing ever because he sinks when he yeah. swims and it's, it's just one of those things like, no, like that, that's, just put on a wetsuit. I was like, yeah. well, yeah, you do wetsuit and that'll put you up. But I'm also thinking like all your swims he does in those lava shorts. And I'm like, yeah. this is, you know, this is a crutch you need to, yeah, you know, you need, and is. I think he, I think he's finally starting to listen to me, but probably not. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll listen to the podcast and pick up a couple things. Yeah. There you go. So we'll leave the reflector store kids' bikes. I'll yeah. leave them on the kids' bikes, but I'll definitely yeah, sure. take it off mine. And that, that plastic ring, too, take that thing off. That thing's annoying. So yeah. yeah. Just learn yeah. how to adjust the limit screws on your rear derailleur, and you'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Next, tip number eight, practice with your clipless pedals. Yeah. Yes. But that's, I also feel like that's a rite of passage. Like, yeah, it is. And we it'll probably happen to me sometime. Everybody's like, got to fall go down. down. Just doing it first time you can do it. Yeah. 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 I remember my first time falling down on the yep. stupid things. I just put them on a bike for the first time i'm riding down on encinitas which is down in san diego yeah. uh, down there on right by the pacific coast highway busy street and came up to a stoplight and went to yeah. go clip out and I, I wasn't thinking about it till the last second i stopped i'm like oh yeah i gotta clip out and i couldn't get my foot out and right right there in the intersection everybody's watching Bam. this guy just goes you know donk falls <laughs> yeah. over i'm like awesome <laughs> the falls so, are so but that's awkward the, but that's the awesome thing about is like everybody has that rite of passage thing in cycling and yeah. i feel like falling with clipless pedals is like the one that if you it's didn't do that like you're not even fun like that's yeah yeah <laughs> two weeks ago on the ice cream ride which is you yeah. know did a you real fall chill it wasn't me oh but, okay. but um you know there's 30 people on the ride yeah. and there's a few people that hadn't ridden all summer yet right. and we rolled up to the first stop sign and one of the ladies just yeah. fell right over and she was totally embarrassed right and yeah. the first thing i said was we've all been there yep. every single one we've of us. all done that yep. it's all yep. good just stand back up hey. and let's <laughs> clip back in and let's keep going that's a great thing about cycling if you don't laugh at yourself and this is a miserable <laughs> well, sport if you don't laugh at yourself because you will constantly embarrass yourself i told this story a month ago i was at pir i did the race i took second in I the race <laughs> i pulled into the pit area with the whole team I took the corner too sharp and didn't pull my foot out and promptly <laughs> fell over and scraped my elbow up right after I like did taken second in this difficult yeah. race. Did the team just laugh at you? Yeah, I yeah. just like, ah, I'm an idiot. I'm going to ride yeah. home now. Yeah. <laughs> Just a humble pie right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, yeah, we'll, we'll just call that one rhetorical. That's going to happen to everybody. And yeah. it's going to, yeah. Don't worry about it. No big but, deal. But if, if the suggestion is to practice, then that's a good suggestion. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you just, just know full well that that process is hard. Right. <laughs> and it's worth practicing. And it still happens. Yeah. Still ha- yeah. Like, uh, you know, now that we say this, it's probably like tomorrow's bike <laughs> ride, I'm going to go down. So, yeah. mm-hmm. 
All right. Tip number nine, unless you are riding with a mountain bike, no hydration system. So, um, yeah, don't roll up with your camel back on, on a, a group ride. Yeah. How, how do you I feel haven't about that? seen a lot of that, no. and I'm sure it exists. It's uh, here, Here's the thing. What, what if you're trying? Yeah, yeah, STP. Like, yeah. So, STP, <laughs> if you're trying to save time and you know you're going to need a certain amount of hydration, you put, you know, two bottles in your back pocket, you got two in your cages. I mean... There's a there's a rest stop every 15 yeah. miles. I know, but I'm not saying that I'm above no. like just. St- Why carry all that extra weight? That's a good point. That's a good I point. I, I, so there's. I've a, got a really good one for trail running though, a Solomon oh, yeah. one that's like really lightweight, like yes. very good. There's yeah. a famous triathlete who um who is he's probably if not the best triathlete in the world. He's one yeah, of the no. top three or four, and it wasn't maybe last year, but maybe the year before that, he went to the Kona World Championships. And like tried to make his you know hydration system aerodynamic, and it was just super weird looking, and it, and it, it didn't work at all. I don't <laughs> think, um, but it was it was it was awkward. Yeah, uh, yeah. I could I, see it being okay if it was completely an unsupported ride. Like when you guys did yeah. Mount St. Helens, and there was nothing there. It I mean, nothing. you guys all like kind of bottled up, that and was just okay. pocket yeah. all that. It stuff. was five hours. Yeah, yeah. Did you take extra bottles? In your Dude, jersey? I'm, I'm really good at being dehydrated. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> but I think me and Evan were the only yeah. two that didn't put an extra bottle in our jersey pocket. I'm, huh. I'm, I'm going to make a statement here, too. I think triathletes are ve- like guys who have been doing triathlon for years are very yeah. good at training dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. I've realized cyclists are not good at training dehydrated. Well, do you <laughs> like think it overall. has anything to do with the intensity levels? So cyclists will generally like have quite a few more yeah. like, digs in there that maybe yeah. but, but 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 even when i was doing group rides with like nothing but road cyclists for years and yeah. years it was i think it's the run after the bike yeah. causes your body to have to go through so many more heat adaptations uh-huh. than just being on the bike yeah. yeah what about at short track when it's a 30 minute race and you've got a guy out there riding with a camelback on how no. do you feel about that that's that that's get out of here total rookie move yeah <laughs> don't i don't do even it. take a bottle on my bike i don't either no it's too short. 30 minutes what are you gonna have time to drink you know what um there was degrees. one of our teammates whitney uh made fun of me because i had like i was lined up for jack frost and uh and he was like hey legrand what's with the water bottle buddy it's a 30 minute ride or you know i don't yeah. remember yeah. how long yeah. that it's super short right it's uh and uh and the it was between my um Arrow bars. Arrow bars. Yeah. yeah. And and I was like, well, you know, it's like it's more aerodynamic. Turns actually. out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, turns out that having a water bottle between your arms is more aerodynamic than not having one. Uh, which is a super weird, like subtle thing. Um, but I was like, you know, I was like, even if this water bottle is empty, it's actually faster to have it. And then <laughs> I did pretty I mean, for not training, I did pretty decently, is that right? Yeah. Legal? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. Is it? I don't think that there's, I, as far as I know. Okay, I thought that would be considered a fairing and you'd have to take it out. Oh, for between the arms, it would have to yeah. be down to bottle? Maybe for time trial and that, not for uh, Well, I, I know that Obra's not going to look into it, but I mean, I'm yeah, just saying, like, a lot of bikes if there was a legal. USA cycling suspend sanctioned Matt, race. Suspend Matt. Yeah. <laughs> That's a <laughs> great. DQ Matt. Well, errors and omissions, but I would love to know the answer to that. That would be a good question because I, have I do not, not know that. that. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to find out. I have not mm-hmm. heard that. Okay, so um, as for the uh, the Camelback um, pass, pass, yeah, unless you're on a mountain bike, right? <laughs> and even then, I don't really, really wear them. But anyhow, okay. Tip number ten: Know the cycling etiquette. And I think we've gone through this one before to yeah, a right. certain degree. And I think um, I think that there is something there to that, you know, in terms of knowing cycling etiquette. But there's definitely some stuff where you can get a little overzealous. And we'll run through yeah. some of the bullet points here if you guys have a. Um, the desire to a, do so. Go ahead. Evan. I've got a personal one on here. Go ahead. Okay. God, the, the pointing out the potholes and incongruencies in the road, you can overdo this one. Yes. Yeah. And also they say, don't bunny hop. 
I I go I yeah. bunny hop twenty times every single ride I yeah. go on. I think it's good control the bike. Sometimes it's actually a safer option in my opinion yeah. too than riding yeah. it out. If you're, I mean, I've been doing that for years and years, so I'm comfortable but with it. But if someone's, if someone's, pace, you know, pacing right off your wheel and then you bunny hop something, well, yeah, and you're like, yeah. and you're, you're not pointing it out because you're bunny hopping, yeah. So the, that could be a little sketch. I'm, I, I make sure I do it in certain, yeah, you know, situations. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not being done with it. Yeah, if somebody's, if you're in a pace line and somebody's around your wheel, don't bunny hop anything. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's, it's also like kind of annoying to be sitting there pointing out everything. You know, I mean, you should. Yeah really just be focusing on like riding a straight safe line and right. not running into every single pothole. Yeah. But yeah. How about pointing out all the, well, I can understand if it's raining, but pointing out like manhole covers when it's perfectly yeah. flat with the road and it's, it's no difference, just manhole. I mean, do you, do you guys point those out? I don't. I probably point out more stuff than I should, but I kind of, I almost feel like my wife made fun of me. She rode with me and she was like, um, the way you point out stuff is so subtle that you people, you know, it's like if there's, if there's a pothole, it's like, I'm like giving like these huge things like this yeah. is be careful of this one. But if it's some like sometimes I'm just like I'll do like a little circle with my finger yep, and that's like exactly what's in, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just it's like almost my wife's like, You're just wasting your time because no one's even gonna notice that you yeah. pointed something out. And <laughs> it's just because my arm will is like comfortable just dropping down and being like, yeah. Hey, well, you know, I see every single one of those things that I point out and you get to know people and you you learn mm-hmm. all the signs and there's sometimes like some movements that you make that are very intentional, like, hey, this is a little bit more important, right. you know. Right. You know, there's like little like hand movements for glass mm-hmm. or like uh, gravel yeah. or like uh, if it's a uh, if it's a manhole cover, it's a, like a circle that you're going to make. Or if it's like a depressed manhole cover, you're going to be like, you're kind of pointing down right. to it. And, um, you know, that kind of stuff is good. But do definitely you could do overkill. You guys do the little handshake thing. That's always mine for like for glass, glass, yeah. glass or a ton of gravel. Yeah, I do the little, side, the little yeah. side handshake. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jake, you've ridden with me a lot. You think I overdo it? No, I think you do you just fine. Yeah. You, can, you can call me out. No, I think you're spot on, my friend. I'm going to okay. have to go around because I'm a little bit more critical on this. Okay. I'll you just yell loudly at you if you're You know what's funny is when I first got into road riding. I came from mountain biking. I'm like, what the hell are they pointing all this stuff out for? I'm like, just go around it or, you know, or whatever. But yeah. I'm so used to like mountain bikers don't do that stuff for each no, other. Like no, if there's no. like a branch that's going to hang down and like decapitate you, they might say something. But otherwise, like, you know, it's it's game on. You hit everything yeah. out there and you just yeah. got to mind your P's and Q's. So. But you're not pace lining exactly. on a mountain bike. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, I've flatted several times oh, yeah. being in a pace line and not mm-hmm. seeing something yeah. coming where I hit a rock or I hit a pothole yeah. that I just missed that, or that somebody didn't point out. Yeah, last time I did STP, that um, there was a huge like pothole and a guy in front of me did not point it out and I got my front wheel over it, the back wheel caught it and it pinched flat me and it was yeah. like almost instantaneous. Yeah. The group rode away from me and, oh. and I was like, well, this sucks. <laughs> I um, TT'd for, God, what was it, like 30 miles or something like that and I ended up catching back on, <laughs> which absolutely sucked. But, Only um, Jake would be able to do that. <laughs> you guys ever like miss a call that you should make like, oh, that, like so this just happened to me the day before last I was riding down the hill from Crown Point and it was just like there's so many shadows on the road yeah. and in, in like you know you have like sun uh-huh. shadow sunshine and and I just uh, like Bob was drafting me or whatever and I just like completely miss one and I just automatically feel so much guilt where it's just <laughs> like, and he, does, he doesn't even care he's yeah. just like no big deal like you know cause, yeah. you know he misses stuff too or whatever he gets it but like I instantly have guilt. to go back to that person and say I'm so sorry I didn't yeah, see that yeah. I, I totally missed that that's my bad yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. feel completely inclined to do that so what when does Sending it's a little bit tougher though. I mean, when you're going like 35, 40, yeah. and I mean, this stuff comes up quick. Yeah, comes if you have up. the shout changes. So sometimes, you, I mean, you got to take your own personal safety into it. Because right, obviously, right. if you go down trying to point something out, true. I bet, you know. Yeah, and I just, you know, I think for you me, just gotta it be was in control like, of the we bike were, descending. Right, yeah. exactly. I feel yeah. like 
I if I'm strong enough that you know there's certain people like that I'll ride with I'll ride with Jake or whatever and I trust him a lot because we've been together enough yeah and I'll just be on his wheel and trust you pretty well and then almost almost everyone I like ride enough to the side to where you can see I can see everything yeah. and mm-hmm. if, if you're strong enough it's even easier because then you can you're, you're not so worried you can like pull out of the draft a little bit more not as big mm-hmm. of a deal and you can see a lot more of the road and it's just so much yeah. better to see where you're going yeah yeah all right well um let's see here indicate with your hand um to people behind you when the group ahead is slowing yeah that's that's actually a good one and be yeah. verbal about that that's good you know like I'm, I'm usually just verbal about that yeah. I, know, I know some people use a little drop hand i yeah. i mean if it's like a sit like if you're the guy who like you're coming to a stoplight and you're like slowing it's like okay man yeah. we get it but yeah, yeah that's definitely yeah. verbal then this next one drives me nuts when people do it making abrupt or unannounced speed changes or yeah. direction changes you've got to be in um Basically, you, you people have to know what's going on with you. So you have to be intentional with everything that you yeah. got to do, and you have to be predictable, and you have to you know let people know what you're Well, doing. and you and I have run into this before, too, where it's like, oh, I thought we were going this way, and yeah. you and I both are just like assuming that we're going a certain way, and yeah. then I almost ran yeah. you, yeah. right? It's like, yeah. oh, sorry. Yeah. And, and that just goes to show you that we're all still guilty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, never overlapping wheels uh, with your handlebars or even with... Um, yeah, just basically like not overlapping with each other so that people are running into each other. Don't ride in somebody's blind spot. Um, if you ride in the, the middle of the pack and you get a flat, raise your hand and yell out flat just so that people yeah. know that you're going to be slowing down. Um, and these rules are more important if you're kind of in a pace line or a group that's going kind of quick, right? Where it's yeah. like mm-hmm. you, you have a flat, you don't want to do anything sudden. You just want to yeah. basically maintain the, you know, the bike and just let people know like, you know, yeah. flat. And yeah. then what is it? It's right hand. Is it for a flat? Usually there's, there's left hand and right hand. You know, if you're I watching the, t- it really truly matters. Well, but yeah. if you're watching the tour, yeah. Which we all are watching the tour, so it's like they I feel like there's. Hand toss yeah, up. I want to say it's right hand. I think it's right hand for you know I need a mechanical, and then it's like left hand like you water. Just to, yeah, water. I water think is left hand, or like I'm going back to the car. I think which, it's left hand. Yeah. Which any of us probably doesn't matter in a group, right? But no, at the same time, like throw that. your hand up, and people will you know people should know that you're going to be slowing down. Right. So now with the overlap wheel, though, what about if you're in an echelon? I mean, I know that that's, you know, I mean, that's Trust the people you're how, riding with. That's how you line I mean, up. I mean, yeah. I know, I know in a race, you know obviously, dangerous. rules change. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. You just got to be skilled, know to react to the guy in front of you. It's not his responsibility to always ride perfect. So, yeah. yeah. All right. The next one um, when standing out of the saddle, always pedal while simultaneously standing up to avoid a big momentum change, which basically causes your bike to go backward. Yeah. And somebody's right on your wheel. So, well, I mean, you can like fall can back win. quite a bit in that, that instance. So, Make sure that you're simultaneously. One of my buddies will call out like he'll he does this thing where he like hits his leg and that means he's like I'm about to stand up and that's like, you know he knows that his his whatever for whatever reason he's gonna kind of like there'll be a little bit of a hiccup in the in the in the step. But yeah, it was like I've he, always been told that when you're you're hitting on the leg or the thigh or your butt or something like that that means yeah. that you want somebody on your wheel. That that means come right stay right here. With yeah. Us. So that's maybe it's a bad call. Yeah. But I yeah. also you know it's also nice that he lets me know that he's about to stand up. And then I know, like, okay, give them an extra foot or whatever it is. But, yeah, it could be dangerous. Yeah, if you uh, just practice that, though, what they just mentioned it here, smooth yeah. it out. It, it, you can definitely smooth it out so that yes. doesn't happen. So yeah. that just takes a bit of practice, not yeah. much, but it's a little bit of practice, and you can get that down pretty pretty nice. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the last one, if you're in a fast group and don't have the energy to pull other riders, stay at the back of the rotation. So we're cruising along, say, 22, 23 miles an hour, and somebody's up at the front going 17. <laughs> yeah. Does well, that bother yeah. you, or would you per- prefer that that person Well, that guy's getting back? dropped off at some point. I mean, if there's that big of a discrepancy, yeah. there's no way he's going to be able to hold on. Okay, so let's say 22, but, 23 yeah. is what we're doing. And then doing you're trying to pull 20. 20, 20 yeah. 21, yeah. 
I think a lot of this stuff comes to like, if you're in a pace line, you'll see some things where you, you know, I, I'm okay with someone like cycling through and just instead of doing like a longer pull, yeah, just, just do a much shorter pull, pull like uh-huh. just even almost like roll through it. Like you can be mm-hmm. like, but then, but go ahead and roll through the entire like pace line right. and then, and then get to the back. If they want to stay in the back, that's okay too. But sometimes it's a little bit harder because the person that's coming off that needs to jump on the pace line, yep. you have to figure out where they're supposed to go. And it's a little bit more difficult if they don't know, like, do I drop behind this person or do I need to slide in? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's almost nicer if that person that's a little bit weaker just takes a really short pull at the front but so i don't know it's if whatever these guys are recommending i guess it's fine staying at the back's good too so. gotcha, gotcha i think pace lines kind of work themselves out if i mean you know it's like i mean if you're sitting in a pace line long enough guys who are not able to hold that pace will eventually drop off as long as you're on a no right. drop ride you yeah. know yeah. or i mean if you're on a drop ride gotcha but yeah i mean if you know you're not strong enough to hold the pace and just take a shorter pull i think staying at the back Gotcha. There's also those scoffs that sometimes people give that if you're the guy who's not sitting there, hasn't pulled in an hour, but yeah. Generally I'm okay with it. You know, it's like the groups that I've done pace riding with. It's like Lance, you've done this too, same group or whatever. Mm. Or be like this. We have this beaches ride that we used to do. I don't think we've done it in a while, but, um, it's probably as many as 10 people or so in a pack. And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's with that, you're going to have, you're going to lose some people or whatever, but, and there might be a couple on the back that never yeah. pull through yeah. that, that just wave you in when you're, yeah. As long as, long as they're waving in, that's, yeah. that's usually I, fine. And yeah. I like the idea of yeah. like, you know, if Lance rides with that group, it'd be great if he took, you know, like 12 minute pulls and then like, <laughs> and then I roll up, I roll up to the front and it's like, okay, let's do a hard minute. Right. Yeah. Like so, 60 seconds. Here we go. Yeah. So I just think it's nice because then it kind of like allows Lance and I to potentially get, through the ride closer together than right. otherwise mm-hmm. could have. So yeah, you just got to adjust the pull length. Yep. 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 Yeah. And I wish more people would do that because I see other people that I'm like, you really shouldn't take five minutes up there, oh, buddy. Yeah. Like, like killing just, them poor. Yeah. They're yeah. like, I know they want themselves to, for I know, five minutes. I know they want to do it. Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, cause it's for the effort though. But yeah, it's I like, guess. you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. Magnificent. <laughs> no more good stuff. No more. He had his one. No more good stuff. Okay. We're going to jump on topic number two, but we are going to go fast. Okay. So quick fire. We're going to do fire. the hot seat, and it's going to be very fast. I'm going to give you guys each about a minute or so for your question and for us to kind of answer said question, minute, minute and a half or so, and then we're going to um, jump into one last thing. So let's run around the table real quick here. With uh, that being said, Lance, hot seat question. What's your question for the group? And mind you, none of us have heard any of our other questions, no. so we're going to just jump on these really quickly. Go. John Degenkolb, how much do you love this guy that after seeing this yesterday? Awesome. Love awesome. him so much. Right. Yeah. God, that was awesome. I've enjoyed him since he was with the AG2R team back there with Marcel yep. Kittle when he came yep. on the scene. And he's just yes. been a stand-up kid. And to see what he went through last year, you know, basically mm-hmm. almost losing his career after getting hit and then yeah. almost losing a finger and people telling him he was done. Did you, was, see, did you see how emotional he got yes, in that post-race yes, interview? Post-race, I got yes. emotional watching that post-race yes, interview. Yes. That was awesome. Yeah, that's, that was exquisite. So for people who don't know, this God, is the Tour yep. de France. Um, John Degenkolb is a professional rider. Um, last year, he was on a team ride in Spain. There was a woman from England who was on vacation in Spain and forgot to ride on the drive oh, on the right oh. side of the road and hit the whole team. And... John Degenkolb almost lost a finger. He was injured very badly. I yeah, great cyclist. They were so saying like he's never going to ride again. He's never going to ride yeah. again. Yeah. And then yeah. in the Tour de France, in the cobble stage, um, he 
pulled off the win. That yeah. is amazing. Which was amazing. So yeah. it was really cool to to yeah. see. It was great did. to see that break and to um, see him in there. I'm like, oh, yes. come on, John, you got this, buddy. Plus, <laughs> plus he, he was probably like five years from having like a big win or so. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. It's been a little while. So He's a talented mm-hmm. sprinter, so it's good to see. So. On the same note, how bad do you guys feel for Richie Port? Oh, yeah. Same thing. I feel so. Same <laughs> stage last year. He got hammered same by his team, Same stage too. last year. I know. Did he? So, so he, he went down. That poor guy. Before oh the God, cobble stages, yeah. they say he's got a broken um, clavicle. clavicle. Yeah. Um, he's done. But then they say that it wasn't broken. His really? shoulder was just separated, and his yeah. team director kind of called him out. There was a little <laughs> bit of drama there. I didn't well, hear this. isn't there a rumor that he might be leaving BMC? He, he there's started, no rumor. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. I'm not, he's he is if gone. You, if gone. you saw the shape he was in after that crash, I would not be calling him out. He looked like he he's a tough guy, and he looked like he was in so much pain there. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm never gonna call somebody out for wanting to not ride on a separated shoulder. I don't yeah. care if it's broken clavicle yeah, yeah. or separated shoulder. I'm, I'm gonna take over the hot seat question because I my hot seat question was like, who's your tour pick now after stage nine? Yeah. After yeah. Stage, after stage nine goes, all this. Yeah. I was pulling for Richie Port, and I I really think he's just a cool guy um so that's my that's my so question and i'm jumping in and, and throwing it in right now okay because I, I know the next person's supposed to be evan but i'm going for it okay that's a tough call i'll who do I'll, you like i'll toss mine now because so oh my god and my, my this, friend kit's gonna get all over me okay. for this because i said porty and he's been saying this guy for a little bit and now that i'm saying him i feel like i'm stealing somebody else's thought yeah, but, I'm, but i'm gonna say rigoberto iran iran huh? oh, okay i like iran he yeah. lost a bunch of time yesterday too. i know but yeah. he's dynamic and he is going to be really good in the mountains i think he's he'll be there every single day it's i think this tour is going to be not about your best day it's going to be how many not bad days do you have yeah because i mean these bad days are like dropping yeah. guys off yeah so yeah i'm picking uh Nibali okay because he's been good pick quiet and he has just yeah. been he's been biding along. his time and chugging along and yeah. he can climb and we haven't even had a climbing stage yet it starts tomorrow tomorrow yep yeah so oh my gosh i don't even know who to pick to be honest with you i know there it's like who do you like it's, it's just, just have to be like a melting your, pot of people well, who, do you, who do you like yeah who's, who's your guy? It have to i be like your, dan martin i think he's yeah. a, oh, i love yeah, dan yeah, yeah. yeah and it would be awesome i don't know if that's gonna have lost a little bit of time yeah i don't know if he's gonna have the wherewithal or the team to to get him through but I don't know, we'll have to see. Yeah, I think Froome will pull it off potentially. Um, I, I would love to see like um, TJ Van Garden had a really bad race. Yeah, because so, get back in. So I'm <laughs> I'm all in for any American, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, so of Chad Haga got in the break yesterday. That was cool to see. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, so I would. Lo- I mean, he's back six minutes, which yeah, I feel like that's probably it. Yeah. You can't really make that up. No, he's done. So yeah. I mean, but I'm still gonna. You know, he he he's my hope hopeful yeah. pick. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he'll have a massive breakaway. Yeah. Or Floyd Landis. He, he could though. They, they might let him go. They might let him go in the mountains or something. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Not likely. We'll have to. Uh, no. We we'll have to check in on this next week. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, next Evan, week. your hot seat question. Okay. Which is worse? Which which bothers you more to your core? A mechanical doping allegation or a blood doping allegation? Which bothers you more? I would, I would say mechanical feels really, yep, really sketchy, and and it's all the 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 right answer is like they're both horrible, they're both bad, and they're both cheating, and it's like there shouldn't be one that's worse than the other. They really should be both just cheating. But for some reason, mm-hmm. like because you know probably because we have had so many people in history just being like, oh yeah, they were doing this little drug thing or whatever, or you know that they took this for their elbow and they tested positive or whatever like we all are like okay all right where's the mechanical on the bike like you're just cheap like that is so bad i think like the the physiological doping 
you still have to go and do the work. Anymore. You have to do the yeah. work. No, you still have to do the yeah, work. So I, I think that you're putting in yep. and did the mechanical yep. part of it. I mean, that's just, just straight, straight cheating. That straight is up, like, that's like cutting a course, in exactly. my opinion. It's so, 100% yeah. cheating. I probably have yeah. to agree with you on that. I'd never well, even thought of that question yep. before. So, yeah, thanks yep. for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mechanical is yeah. what bothers me more. Yeah. And there was a... There was a, Did a you see scare the, yesterday. So, okay. I, what? We're going to talk about this video because I think we're talking about the same video. Yes, we are. I'm actually going to defend the guy because I think it caught the moment. He's kind So there's there's a video. I'm going to not know which writer it is, but it's it was after Tom, a crash. It's Tom Schoons. I okay. don't know how you say his last name, oh, but it's spelled Schoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he the has the, the, he has the polka jersey. dot yeah. jersey mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. And he had gone down. Oh, yeah, I, I like him. He, he is I wearing like the polka dot jersey. Yeah. He had Since gone down and he was lifting his bike and, and went spinning it around to get back on the road. And his rear wheel just went. <laughs> it was spinning and it made it. It was really. So Was that so the one where we almost hit the riders coming by too at the same yes. time? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> so this was in yesterday's stage. Yesterday's stage. It was, yesterday's it was, stage. It was when, so the, the joke, pick up on that? Yeah. the joke that people were making too is where, it's where all the climbers crashed. All the climbers came in hot into this corner together <laughs> yeah. and they all they went all down. <laughs> but he, but his bike looked like it had a motor in it. So yeah. here's, here's the thing is that you can kind of see right before the shot pans over to him. He was in kind of a flex down position. So the theory is that he spun his back wheel to make sure he was still good. And then his uh, chain was still. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's he, he, you know, real quick, you know, when you check your rear wheel, you kind of just spin the crank real quick. That was the what people assumed that he maybe did because he was flexed over. But that thing was spinning fast and it looked. It looked sketch. bad. It, well, did, it, it bad. did look and a little so sketchy. Dan, there's like a video of Dan Martin, I think. And then there's the Fabian Cancellaro stuff. Yep. Like there's yeah. some, there's like been a couple of athletes. Yep. Yeah. I think. And I like all I think these guys like, too. That's yeah, why yeah, I hate this. Yeah. And they, they've like spun out and their wheels look like, keep, look like they keep going a little unnaturally. So we need an engineer on here to, to yeah. explain. Oh, this, and yeah. then, and then I thought it was really interesting. Um, I've seen some stuff on like, Hey, you know, like, when they're checking for motors, they, they wave this iPad in front of the um, bikes. And like, if you look at like what they're doing, heat signatures, is what's yeah. Yeah. heat signatures and the um, magnetic yeah, differences. Exactly. But yeah. yeah. So that stuff's not super um, technical. It's not that it wouldn't be that hard to get away with it. If That's you were right. so inclined. Ah, so, so um, I, yeah. So a little bit of controversy with that yeah. yesterday too. I like to give them the benefit of the doubt. I do too. Yeah. I like to yeah. give, on I that know. one, I like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt yeah. until they did catch it, that. There was a lady that they caught in cyclocross. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it this past season? Yeah, almost, this was like two or three years yeah. ago. Yeah. Or was yeah. It, anyway, and in, in, she was a pro cyclocross, you know, racer. She and I don't remember where she was from, Denmark or something. How do you, that's like, I can understand the sleeping with blood doping, like just getting over and being like, God, okay, I think everybody's doing this. The mechanical doping to me is like, she said that it how was, could you even celebrate a win at that point no. like that's yeah oh, yeah she was like well that's the this is a friend's bike and oh, they God. swapped it in with this my sure. other bikes and i didn't realize it yep <laughs> yeah i mean you have yeah. to come up with some excuse i guess it's just and, and then you look back at all of her race footage and stuff and you just question everything everything so, yeah. yeah every time yeah. she pulls away from somebody yep. yeah yep that's tough yep all right, my quick one, and I'm just curious what you guys think about this. It's kind of a little bit of a topic on a team right now, but um, mm-hmm. how do you deal with sandbaggers, and have you guys ever sandbagged before? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have sandbagged before. <laughs> I will fully admit it. It It's pretty lame when it happens, but 
I, yeah. We should give a what's your definition of sandbagging? Let's go because I yeah. think you know that's, I feel like I don't know how to answer this. A, a, clearly above all the Freds, and you're out there racing with the Freds. So or yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're <laughs> a station or two above everybody else that you should be racing with, and you're yes. only going out there just to get on the podium. Yeah. Oh. So well, yeah. I feel like this is is not fair because our team is you know could be considered extremely guilty. Uh, I mean, you rode with the fives, didn't you? At some point when you that's had true. to. I started in cyclocross. It did my first season last year. Yeah, and right. uh, before the race, it was announced over the PA when they were giving the, the instructions before the race. They're like, this is Jake's uh, first and last Cat 5 race. Yeah. But you had to do that. I mean, you yeah. had to well, do that race. Yeah. Technically, she, he, technically he you are. Yes. I was yes. reading the rules, but after I went back and, and, and talked to a few people, I guess you can self-declare in cyclocross. And, and with oh, Obra, right. I didn't know that. With yeah. Obra, I you know started out with all the road racing stuff, and you have to start at cap five you mm-hmm. have to and you have to earn points and you have right. to work your way up and i just yeah. assumed that yeah. that was the same for all the different disciplines right and so i went out and i raced cap five and i i think i the the next one by minutes well by minutes. you know what <laughs> this is bad not even close Lance, you're guilty too right oh yeah you went through the yeah. same process i did the same thing yeah. and then in the kim who was on our podcast before yeah, yeah. i'm the only one <laughs> let me sit let me get my chair whoa, a little, whoa, let me whoa. get on the high horse whoa let me get on the high horse are you here. accusing me of sandbagging at some point here too <laughs> i'm the only one that could that's doing things properly <laughs> i i actually um i self-selected as a four in cyclocross and came in like dead last <laughs> it was like yeah, absolutely horrible is there such thing as a reverse sandbagging? Because yeah. that's whatever Matt just did. It's water bagging, I think, is what uh, you did. Yeah, no, I definitely mis- made a mistake on that one. So I was like, no, 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 I should probably ride with the four. I was like, I should probably ride with the, the fours. Well, hey, in my defense, I, okay. I counted up the next race. I went to yeah. cap four. There you go. Went by two and a half minutes again, yeah, counted to cap three. So. I, I do not we, consider what Jake did to be sandbagging. I, I would no, not consider I'm, that sandbagging. I thought I was yeah. just following the rules. So yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a problem either. But yeah. I'm. I'm going to bring it up on the podcast so that the listeners are not going to be like, oh yeah. Well, guess yeah. what? Those Mad guys were, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that. It's just like if someone's listening to this and they're like, "Oh, but Jake was riding with the fives one time." I want to make sure that like we bring it up, discuss it, and like let people know, like, yeah. "Well, you, you were trying to follow the rules or whatever it was." Like, yeah. you know, I, well, I do have a pro now. We'll, or we'll bring why is Lance winning all those jam <laughs> races? <or laughs> right. I think in cycling, this is probably there. This is in triathlon too. There are the guys who will race local races yeah. forever never go yeah. to the where they're going to be racing the better competition right. and they love to post up on social media yep. that they've won every race this year well, and you're like well what races have you done i know and you're like you should have won all of those congratulations <laughs> this is this is hard to stop thumping your own chest you can you can hop in a race and you can do the sprint race and stuff like yeah. that and you can absolutely destroy those races and they're not as competitive yeah and and it's interesting because like pat crest which is just mm-hmm. recently has an extremely competitive um basically half Ironman distance mm-hmm. and things like that. And then there's other races that aren't as competitive. And I think it's okay if you're like, Hey, this is the distance that I like to do. Like I want to do yeah. a sprint. I don't want to do a half well, Ironman. Or distance if you're or trying to do a B race or like, yeah, training yeah. races is fine. I have no problem with it. It's, it's just the people that get on their high horse. Like I yes. won this race. Yes. I'm like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Do then do the next one. You yes. know, like <laughs> pick the right race. Yeah. And if, if, yeah. if you go and you win the sprint and you know, and you don't gloat about it, then I have no problem with it. So yeah. yeah. That's there's there's the people who will claim it's, that they're like, oh, I've, I'm undefeated in this region. It's like, well, you didn't go to nationals this year or any Ironman sponsored event. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. you're racing well. Good job. But yeah. And we, rec- anybody. and we should recognize, too, like a lot of these races, like I won the Columbia River race. 
because it wasn't as competitive as yeah. a lot of the other races. Yeah. Like that's yeah. just how it was. Like last summer, it was like that was it was just the case. I mm-hmm. wish it was super competitive yeah. and I still won, but the truth I is, think there's like, more panache to say that you raced in a higher category and did like decent yeah. than yeah. racing in a lower category and say I won. I mean, yeah. Well, and it's always it's just that's the thing is like are you looking for competition in, in, you know, and if you are, that's great. Like you can find some great competition mm-hmm. in this area. Um, oh, this is a fast if you're region, looking to yeah. try to win a race, that's, you know, it's a little sketch. I mean, I kind of get it every once in a while, like it is fun to win races, sure. you know, mm-hmm. um, and we all get that. Like, yeah, the people sitting around this table can win races. Like it's fun. It's really mm-hmm. enjoyable. But it's yeah. also, it's, you know, I think once you've done that and been there, like, it's more fun to yeah. find competition. Yes. Be, yeah. be competitive with people. Yeah. It's Absolutely. more fun for Lance to get second. Because yes. you want, yeah. you want, no. you know. No. No. Wait. <laughs> no. Winning is more fun. <laughs> so. Well, another thing, too, and I, I don't know if this is just looking at it from the wrong angle or just trying to be too nice to the people that are, you know, new to the sport. But, I mean, what fun is it for somebody that's coming in and racing in a Cat yeah. 5 race? Exactly. Right. And he gets his doors blown off because some guy who's clearly like a Cat 2, yes. 3 or something like that or a few stations above right. that person it just absolutely demoralizes them. What's making that person want to come back or train harder to get faster when there's just this massive chasm between them and yeah. what that person's right. in? So, you know, push yourself up, push yourself, and yeah. be amazed with how much you can challenge yourself and acclimate to a higher level and, and try and win something that's a little bit more out of your yeah. reach. I mean, it, it, I kind of went through that whole you, you process did. this Absolutely. year. I mean, I didn't want to move up to cap two from right. cat three because there isn't a lot of masters uh cat ones yeah. and cat twos that, just not a lot of guys out that's there that's the reason yeah. yeah that was a hard move for you to yeah. move to balance categories yeah. you, you you lose having a lot of teammates to work with yeah. you lose all these things but you were challenged and you did extremely well yeah, until, until, until you crashed and all this stuff <laughs> yeah. like that yeah. but like i mean well, you yeah. did you did yeah. great had the crash not happen i think i would have placed right pretty well i mean potentially on the podium in my with, first big road race with the, the pro one two class so dogs. that was yeah. kind of cool and you know i think went out and did the a prs and the the p12 out there and i think i took sixth place out of like 50 some odd people and that yeah. wasn't too shabby either so i'm like hey wait a second That's very I, good i can do this yeah. even if i'd come in like right. mid-pack i'm like well i'd still beat yeah. half the other people out absolutely. here so, yeah absolutely um, there's something to be said about that and it's only going to force you to just kind of change your game a little bit and get yep. out there and get a little mm-hmm. bit smarter and train a little bit smarter so don't segment. Um, yeah. And there's, there's uh, the reason why I say this is some of the guys who are racing in the lower levels, and I'm not going to call out names or dealing with an individual out there who's dominating at the uh, the four or fives. You're and, talking about me, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's how they're dominating. And they're just a, they're a little frustrated with him, and the, the guy probably does need to move up. But I just yeah. don't want them to get frustrated by him. Look at him as a target and do what you can yeah. to either outwit him, use the team, or train a little harder and catch up to him. You know, because yeah. eventually you'll probably be racing with him at a cat three once yeah. all of you guys all get right. uh, and this, bumped up. So. And this and this is good because. You know, I mean, we kind of jokingly rag on the rookies a little bit earlier, but this yeah. is this is a point where I think we need to call it some of the stronger people in this sport and be like, if you want to consider yourself faster, stronger, good at this sport, go uh-huh. and race people who actually are faster and as strong yeah. as you are yeah. and get your butt kicked. There's and always then, somebody out there who's faster than yeah. you. Do, so. yeah. And this is this is the thing that drives me nuts with social media is, is it's like, yeah, you're sharing all these wins here. Like, go out and race guys at your level and see where you yeah. place. And if you're not willing to do that, then I don't care. Yep. Like, I don't right. want to hear about your results then. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good for you. Okay, we have to really boogie here because um, we're running long. I think this might be our longest one ever. So uh, let's uh, run, around, <laughs> run around the table. Did we set the record? <laughs> <laughs> we're just about there. Um, one last thing. Lance, start us off. Um, I got nothing but okay. uh, the next short track race oh, tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good luck. So Exciting to hear. Ready to Good roll. With Bringing that. home the win. Yes. Go, Lance. Going to come out and watch you. Maybe take some more pictures. Yeah. Maybe some video this time. I'll wear, so. I'll wear a proper attire. Tonight. Lance. Yes. Lance. Lance. 
be much easier to take pictures this week with everybody wearing the, the orange kit rather than all these crazy things. So cool. Um, Evan, one um, last thing. Tour is going to be so much fun this week. Everybody watch the tour. So when we talk about it, you kind of know what's going on. Yeah. And if you can't watch it, just listen to us and prattle on about it and we'll, you know, keep you updated. So <laughs> it's going to be fun to watch. Yes. Matt, one last thing. Um, I brought a camera today and I'm going to try to do like a quick little like behind the scenes stuff. Just kind of show people like what it looks like when we sit around here and chitter chat and goof off and whatever. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's a lot of fun. And I, and I am absolutely, like I said this before, I'm dumbfounded by how many people are listening to us. Uh, and so I'll post a quick video somewhere and we'll be able to, you'll be able to just kind of see like what it looks like when yeah. we're sitting around here chatting. Cause, yeah. and I, I've said this before, like, the people that are listening to us, like you're part of the group. You're one of us. Like just, I feel like everyone knows our inside <laughs> yeah. jokes and right. stuff like one that. Like us. it's all, it's all definitely like one team. So yeah. we appreciate this it. Number 17. 17. Kind of, kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And, um, we've had over 35,000 listens now, which wow. still to me blows wow. my mind of through, oh was it seven different countries? If I'm not mistaken. I've annoyed so. 35,000 different people. <laughs> cool. Wow. <laughs> That's that is uh, um, exquisite. Good and, stuff. And, oh, and, dang yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it's fun stuff. That's fun stuff. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it just you guys go check out Matt's YouTube channel. He's yeah. putting up some cool videos. Did another great one this past week about rolling resistance. I thought was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm always super critical. I feel like I, no, I go back good. and I, I look back at them. I'm like, that like was horrible. Them. That was horrible. And then there's like, well, I was like, that one is okay. And then I'm like, <laughs> the rest of them I think are horrible. But That's only going to challenge you to put up even better videos we'll, we'll if you're there. being that critical of yourself. But me personally, I enjoy those. I get a little notification on my phone. Yeah. Matt Legrand posted a new video and it's bang, go watch it. Give yeah. me a People thumbs up reference to me your wetsuit one yeah. still. Um, like that uh, one was very, very helpful. Yeah. Very helpful. Yeah. Could have been better. Yeah. <laughs> go smash that like button and subscribe yeah. to that channel as they say in YouTube land. <laughs> All right. My one last thing we have, um, cyclocross clinics and we're going to have our cyclocross practice coming up and uh, it's going to be mm-hmm. announced here pretty soon so I'm kind of excited cool. about that despite the fact that I cannot go out there and partake which really bumps me out yeah. we're still going to be hosting these things um, we're going to be landing on um, them either being on a Tuesday or Wednesday and we're going to announce all this stuff very soon and we'll run this for probably about five maybe six weeks mm-hmm. and it's open to anybody and everybody who is interested in coming out and getting on their cross bike and doing some practice with us see so, that I like yeah. it's open to anybody yeah. you know what we should do is you and I should go bring break out the cameras and yes sir let's do it i'll be out there that'll be fun got my new gimbal coming in today uh, so we'll go okay. play with we, that we will some, talk get some fun fun video footage so nice. i think matt and i might need to collaborate on a few little uh, yeah projects we'll here. have a good time it could be fun so all right uh that is it guys thanks for coming back for another one love mm-hmm. love love these uh these round tables and these little conversations that we could have absolutely definitely good times Glorious. very good times <laughs> I didn't say it once this week. I know. I'm filling in for you. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. We are at an hour and 35. So oh, we need woo, to, new shut this, to shut this bad boy down. Hey, everybody. Thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it. Check us out on um, Facebook at Dial Podcast, at Instagram at Dial Podcast. Shoot us some emails. Any of our first names, Lance, Evan, Jake, and Matt at Dial Podcast or info at dialpodcast.com. And we would love to hear from you. I'm still waiting for some more stuff to come through. Yeah, um, we need a big list so we yeah, can roll through it. Yep. Yeah, so you get out there, ask us questions, or tell us what you guys want to hear about. We're completely open. So, um, heck, we might even need to have a, a, a competition. As a matter of fact, I'm going to throw this up there right now. If we uh, if we get more than five people, I'm going to do a water bottle drawing. We've got oh, our cool. brand new team nice. water bottles, and they're, uh, they're, they're really nice, pure water bottles. So if we get more than five of them that come in, we will do a drawing and you could potentially win a water bottle. We'll mail that to you. We'll drop it off to you. We'll get it to you. Listen to us. Thanks again for listening, guys. Bye for now.